My earphones. I can't help you. I'm already starting the show. The views and events expressed here are totally whacked and are not necessarily the views of anyone. Choose your destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, God, for this day. We have lived everything in our life, our health, our family, the guidance you have given us, the Lord's guidance, the path of righteousness. Amen. Really, I'ma get that bitch. Revenge is a dish best served cold. She took my son, now my soul is cold. He took my daddy, now my soul is old. King Chaka NT, y'all can check out the music on Spotify, Apple, and other services. Doing what we do three to four nights a week, King Chaka NT. From the she back starts seat. shooting. Ow! That dude was like, ow. What was that? Outside the car, that deputy body popped. cameras capturing the bullets flying through the air. We got shots fired up here. Have been a we shot. need backup immediately. Be... Start Are an you... EMS. Start an EMS. What we got a civilian. We got a civilian here. The deputy. Looks like we got us another hit. Yep. <clears throat> hey. How y'all doing out there? How y'all feel? Remember, an educated public cannot be controlled. Learn to be active. The views and events expressed here are totally whacked and are not necessarily the views of anyone. Mental waterboarding. What a strange title, right? Very strange title. Let me try to explain why I do this show. Like, I feel compelled to do this. It's like long, it's really popular to do podcast shows right now. Like, it's the thing, and they're just making money off of people. I figured out the game. Um, but I was thinking about doing something like this for a long time, years. What, long before it was popular to do podcasts. But there's a reason why I do this. Like I say, I feel compelled. I feel compelled to do it. And it gives me a little bit of a satisfaction. It gives me a little bit of feeling like I'm trying to. It's only a smidgen of it, though. It doesn't really help with the frustration. The frustration that I have is the horror 
of the thought that things are just going to continue with the status quo and things are going to just keep on going down the road that it has been going down for a long time. And things are just going to continue to pretty much more or less be the same. And I'm very afraid of that as far as not even related to my life, because I've already I've already suffered. I've already spent my time suffering. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned for everybody else. You know, it, it's really painful. Like it's like pins and needles poking me all the time because I can see these things that it seems like others can't. And it really, really like I feel compelled. Like I say, I feel compelled to do this. And I wanted to say, you know, I, I think that when you do the things that you feel compelled to do, then you're falling more like in balance in nature. And that's what gives you some of that, you know, that we were talking about self-medicating in the other show. And it's like, this is what we have to do to keep from having to self-medicate. We have to do those things that we feel compelled to do, you know, you know, it doesn't matter who else is doing it or how well they're doing it or, or what they are accomplishing. It's what you feel compelled to do because you know that you can have an impact in a certain area, a certain thing, you know, you can do that can make a difference or at least a little bit of a difference then hopefully pushes the tide a bit. You know, that's the struggle, you know, so that's what that's the reason why I do this show. So I almost didn't do a show today. I'm going off for like three, four hours of sleep. And I worked all day and I'm really exhausted. So I was fighting with, you know, even doing this today. But then I saw these comments underneath the um, the video about um, the, the strike. I'm going to try to pull this up. Give me a second. The, um, the railroad strike. So, and that's where I got the title from. So instead of a monologue, I want to read this comment that this person um, wrote. And it goes like this. It says, we have been fighting for over three years for a fair contract. We didn't pick December 2022, three years ago. We've been fighting to settle this for that long and suffering missing our husbands and fathers getting no time off with their families and no pay raise and worsening conditions this whole time right as soon as negotiations started in february 2022 bnsf removed 74 days off per year historically railroaders are on call 24-7-365, but had approximately seven unpaid days, 25% of all hours per month to be available and be off of on-call status to take care of their basic life functions. They were only required to be on call 75% of the time, 126 hours per week. That changed to 168 hours a week. Then if you were off at all, marked off the boards, 
for any amount of time at all, even just to say, drive your kids home from getting wisdom teeth pulled or attend to a family emergency, as of this year, you now risk losing your job due to a point system. We've been fighting for three years, just this round of negotiations, and that was forced on us. We've been suffering, begging for relief from these awful work conditions, only to get to the end and Congress and rail CEOs hang over our head how selfish and demanding the railroaders are being. As a railroad wife of almost 15 years, it has been a nightmare. It feels like we can't wake from. To know now our husbands have to quit their job to see their family or get fired. It feels like we have been drowning all year and finally about to get all the way under. It feels like mental waterboarding, what we are going through, to see our husbands, their kids, see their dads for like five to 10 hours a week because marking off can get you fired and afraid to use points that don't get earned back until you stay on call for 336 consecutive hours, you get credit back about one day off, if that. We unfortunately will see a mass exodus. Inside information, the back paychecks are supposed to hit January 11th. So we expect to start seeing mass resignations shortly after that. And I don't know how our rail system will even survive. Not one railroad employee ever wanted to strike. They just wanted to get to see their family more than a few hours a week and get a little more physical and mental rest and time away from work without getting fired. I can't even watch the news. This whole thing has made me sick, hair falling out. For all railroad families, this year has been hell on earth to hear politicians make fun of it and arguing with Nancy Pelosi while, while we are over here desperately hoping that they give even seven of those 74 days back. Some employees are in such despair, wanting to see their family, but afraid to quit because they have to provide. Some have regular mental breakdowns due to nonstop irregular calls to work at all hours and no recourse to say they're too exhausted to go. Exhausted and mentally depleted and still have to report to work mid-mental breakdown because the cost of marking off is too great. So this comment is fantastic. It was underneath the one of the videos uh, which video is this? So I can see it. I can't pull it up on the screen I'm on. <clears throat> but this is why I do the show. This is why I do it right here, you know? Um, hopefully giving this lady a voice, you know? Hopefully someone can hear her story and really understand what's going on out here, you know? And my thing is, it's even bigger than just her story and just the railroad story because this is the story of the workers this is the workers story and how they're being squeezed they're getting squeezed just so they can get more freaking um dividends for their stockholders 
just so they can do more stock buybacks. The part where she said, let me see if I can find it here. The part where she said, um, it's like mental waterboarding. That's where I got the name of the show from. So it's like a torture, it's a mental torture that they're putting us through as workers, you know? And it's, we're suffering. We're really suffering. Um, hold on, let me see if I can find it. To see our husbands and kids and dads for five, 10 days a week. Let me see, I cannot find it. It's such a long damn thing right here. I kind of want to read it again. Um, anyways, mental torture is what they're doing, right? She said, she said mental waterboarding. <clears throat> Let me read some replies that was underneath it. It says, thank you for sharing. We stand with you. The Congress have unlimited days and can clearly get along to crush the workers. One of the Congress said on the floor that rail workers can't eat their cake and have it too. F them. I think the rail workers would save the working class by doing this. They have so much power as skilled workers and making the, making the billionaires so much. They don't care when others strike, but the railway workers and truckers could bring the oligarchs to their knees. I wish the two trades would come together Thank you and your family for all the sacrifice. The working class stands with you on whatever you decide. Another communist says, someone said the workers work for the economy, but the economy doesn't work for the workers. Anyways, like I said, this is why I do this show. This is why I do it. Or do it, nigga. You know? It's, it's, it, 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 it's important, you know, for people to be touched, but it's also like it gives me purpose, if you will. You know, it makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something. If I'm reaching just one person, like I don't care about how many views the show gets, you know, if I can get through to some people, if I can impact their perspective, if I can get them to just, you know, look at the data for a second or just rethink what they or or to just be able to question what they're being told you know just for a second if i can do that i can feel like i'm i feel like i'm accomplishing something you know this this crazy system that we live uh, in is so ridiculous and everybody is suffering everybody is suffering you know nobody's excluded so why do we uphold a system where everyone is suffering there can't be no other way. There can't be a better way. We can't do this in a different way. So where's the everyone isn't suffering? And the other, the main part of this is about the workers working together. Because for if anything to change, we got to stand together. So it's like, okay, the people who are not railroad workers are looking at this and they're like, whatever, they're being selfish or whatever, whatever. And this is the divisions that we have. And then you have the people who are like, oh, these are white people or these are black people or these are Hispanic people. Or maybe 
these are Christians or maybe these are Muslims or maybe I feel like they're upper class ones. They make a lot more money than me anyway. They're in a whole nother tax bracket. But they, that is what they're using to divide us. Those little arguments or those little divisions when the truth is we're all the same. If we have to work, if you have to work to pay your bills, you are in the same boat. It doesn't matter what tax bracket you're in. Some of us make more, but we literally have to go to work. If we don't go to work, now, this is the test for you to feel so you can realize that if you're in which boat you're in, can you not go to work for a year, two years, three years? Can you not go to work for five years and your lifestyle, you know, was wouldn't really change that much? You will be able to maintain and you will be good. If you can't do that, then you're a worker. Okay? There are people out there who can do that. They don't fall in the same group. So they're fake. But it's way more of us who are in that group where we have to go to work. We have to do it. So you have someone who's like making 20000 a year. And then you got somebody who's making 250,000, 300,000 a year. But I tell you what, both of them have to go to work or they don't make they're not making nothing. And a year passed, or two years passed, that $300,000 ain't going to be shit. Best to believe it, it's going to be gone. So wrap. Those bills keep coming. If you don't own everything, you still got to pay a certain amount of bills, but if you have to own everything, you have to have your assets making you money. That's the only way for you to not have to work. So what I'm getting the point is we have to stand with the railroad, railroad workers with along with the Amazon workers, along with the Starbucks workers. They're closing Starbucks left and right because they're trying to unionize. We got to stand with the Walmart workers, you know, all the workers the truck drivers, you know, the, the, the people who would work in the service industry, you know, if we all stand together, then what are they going to do? How can they keep on squeezing us? You know, we'd be like, they can't function without our labor, man. They can't do it. They, their business can't run without it. They, and then we get the CEOs, they're getting paid all this money, the CFOs or whatever, making all this money. Tell them to come into the shop and do the work that needs to be done. Tell those people who's, re who's receiving those dividends to come in and do the work so they can continue to get their dividends. They can't and won't do it. They don't even have the skills. So that's what's crazy because they tell these people that they're low skills or no skilled workers or whatever. And that's bullshit. I don't give a damn. If you go to McDonald's and they make that particular McDonald's is efficient, the line is moving, the food is coming out, your orders are correct. These are skills. And I bet you most of those people that's in the line ordering the McDonald's couldn't go in there and do that shit. And they look down on these people and say that oh, they don't have no skills. They don't anybody can do this. Whatever. Get your ass up and get up in there and try to do the exact same thing that they're doing. I guarantee you most of y'all will not be able to do it. It's a skill. Anyways, what's up? What's up, Deuce? How you feeling? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. 
I'm good, man. I made it home. They sent me home today. It's nigga B day. You know what I'm talking about? Happy birthday, man. Happy thank birthday. You, I'm, I'm so glad that you, you know, decided to spend some of your time here on the show. And it's your birthday. I really, really, really appreciate that. Could have been anywhere else in the world. Yeah, man. I came ahead to get past some hell. I hope you brought him a blunt so that nigga <laughs> can calm down tonight. Tell him to get his punk ass in here. He been off all day. Oh, he been off? Tell him the fellow truck driver, Daryl Willis, said to get his punk ass in here ASAP. Yeah, last show kind of last night's show did get kind of heated a bit. Yeah, yeah, I was fucking with Pat hard. Pat, no, but I always fuck with Pat because I, I like I like <clears throat> I like getting Pat riled up, bro. Because yeah. when you get Pat riled up, Pat starts spitting some real shit. That's what I be. He don't understand. That's why I be pushing his buttons too. Because I I don't want to hear the mundane Pat. I want to hear the the angry, emotional. Pat, you know, <laughs> yeah. I want to hear Ogun G. Ogun yeah. I'm saying, I don't know how to say it. Ogun Freaking, um, that's the one I want to hear, the angry one. Yeah. Because that's when you start hearing, getting that, that knowledge start coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get that nigga and, Pat mad. And then it's a lot of subjects that don't really like Pat. He don't a lot of topics that I cover is just like, you know, it's not that big a deal to him. So he can't really get into it. And I know that. But every now and then I get on a topic that he'd be like sinking his teeth, sink his teeth into it. Yeah. 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 So anyway, man, how was your day, bro? Shit, I worked all damn day, bro. I got like four hours of sleep last night. If that. Uh, damn it. And uh, so I, I definitely can't stay on here long because I'm already exhausted. Yeah. I'm, here for, I'm here for y'all, man. Let me see. Can I go to this? Let's play this. For footy hurts, people see it on music. Damn. You don't tune it. I only... Why do they have the fucking music in the background? Fucks it up every time. Anyways, I didn't get to double check that. I thought it was a, um, it, you know, I, it, it had a good premise. So but it's got the music in there. I just be reading a lot of times the posts. Like I don't listen to them. Like, you know, when I scroll, I don't have my sound on. Do, is, do you do that? Uh, Yeah, a lot of times I don't have my sound on because I don't want to... Uh... Um, what do you call that? <clears throat> I don't. I don't want people he- knowing or hearing what I'm what I'm watching or listening to. So a lot of times I do turn my sound off too as well. So yeah, I get it, bro. Yeah, my sound is always off. I turn it on only when it's something like interesting enough for me to want to hear the sound of it. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I just be reading it. Uh... I'll just be reading it or whatever the captions and shit. I feel that. I, I'm like an internet person. I be I be on internet way too damn much. So like, and then it's always the You're same zombie robot to the internet. I guess, I guess so. Uh, but but everything is so repetitive 
that you know i already saw that like five times already or whatever it is you know what i mean like i don't need to hear it i already, I already seen it five times in the last yeah. 20 minutes or whatever Hell yeah. i feel that yeah, I know. damn man anyway. you guys were super busy like that at the gig today yeah yeah i was busy well, it's the weekend so yeah y'all i'm pretty sure y'all are swamped on the weekends yeah, what'd you do pull Saturday. a double today i thought you were only yeah. gonna work the uh uh lunch rush no nah, i worked a double so lunch and dinner gotta break long enough to grab something to eat and then go back in damn it that's how i go that's the game say so, man as long as you as long as you've been in the restaurant business, bro, you should be uh, good at uh, being able, you know, start you up a restaurant, dog. Man, back in the days, I used to want a restaurant. And it's just That's like back in the work. days. Yeah. Back in the days, I used to want a, um, a studio. I, I And I took some audio recording classes. And the teacher, the professor, he was building a studio at the time. And he said, don't. Don't build a studio. It's the worst idea you could you could come up with. <laughs> he was like, "Don't do it." <laughs> That's really funny because he was actually building a studio at the time, and what he was saying was like, every, "The new thing always comes out, and you want to get it." It's basically, like a money pit. That's the way he explained it. And um, a restaurant is gonna be, um, you know, you can't unplug from that, you know. You gotta love it. You gotta love it because you you know you're not gonna be able to unplug. You're gonna be dealing with it all the time. It don't really matter what kind of setup you have because it's your baby. Whatever business you have, like these people, a lot of people are doing the food trucks, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But you're gonna be on. You're gonna be on all the time. Like you literally don't clock out now. You you know that's how it is. I know how the game goes. You know, and I make my decisions in life. I know what I want to do and what I don't want to do. I don't feel like being clocked in 24-7. Like, that's not where I'm at right now in my life. Because <laughs> that's what it is. You clocked in 24-7, and you're always thinking about it, and you always something you're going to have to deal with related to it. And then when the business is open and whatever is happening, you're going to be heavily involved in that. Yeah. You know, until you can get to the point where you have somebody that you can trust to do that stuff. Finding somebody that you can trust to do that stuff, that's going to take you a long ass time. Who the hell is that? Well, I think, honestly, honestly, bro, my dream that I have, I think I'll always be there for what I desire after going through, you know, the system and stuff. I desire to have a, I want a, uh, I want a school for for children that came up like me in foster care. And I want good skilled people to teach them trades and not only teach them trades, but give them like business career. And I want to work closely with the state of Texas. And it's not just be for minority kids, but all groups of kids that grow up in the foster care system. And I, I desire to have a system like that and teach these kids because we got to bridge that gap, man. Too many kids that come up in foster care, you know, are statistics, you know, they fall victim to societal statistics. And uh, so with that being said, I'll always be there 
but the dream that I have is doing is doing that. But what I look at is that I can have my kids be involved because it's a it's something that I come from, you know. And you know, my son, I always have these conversations with my son, you know, about my childhood and how you know my acts and my behavior landed me, you know, at at 11 years old living in a homeless shelter, you know, and um, so. I want I want to bring them in it, you know. I want them to be involved in there, and you know, I want them to hang with these these kids and and learn and teach them. That's my ultimate dream. So, with that being said, that's going to involve me to be there because I want these kids to get the best level of care. I don't want nobody to mistreat them because they've been through so much in life already. So I want to be there overseeing. And it may come off as micromanaging, but I want my children to know, like they're they're loved, they're cared for, and you know, and it's some of those kids you you have to you have to kind of meet them where they're at. You know, they may be on some rah rah shit, and you got to be rah rah right back with them. You know, but it's it's but it's about changing habits. And forming good habits, and for and forming positivity, and and moving in a in a direction because we've gotten so far away from trades, bro. We've gotten so far away from trades. We think technology technology is key, but if you don't have the know how and and the trade, that's where the trades come in. People that are skilled that know how to properly work on this shit without a computer being available. You know, and that's what that's what I want to do. I want kids to be able to to know how to do that and start their own businesses and not just be worker bees or work and make a change, you know, within a company, you know, so. Yeah, man, that sounds so beautiful what you're saying, and I pray that you can actually make it happen. And earlier I was talking about how what you are called to do, what you impel to do you know what you i'm saying it wrong i'm losing but the the things that's driving you something that's in you that you feel like you know you can make a difference in specifically you you know that you can make a difference in this area and and hopefully help some people you know and then they got us on this damn hamster wheel and all you know it's all of us have this in us that we could be doing. And that's probably the reason why the world is the way it is, is because instead of doing those things, we're going to some job that we probably don't even like, you know, that's got us under their thumb. I fell victim to it too, bro. You know, and you know, you know how it is, bro. Living in this, living in this world and this society. And man, let me say this here. Okay, and a lot of people may hate me for it because I know we're national, we're live, we're people around the world view this, but um, I'm grateful for the way that I grew up. I'm grateful for the society in which we live in, this capitalistic society. It's not all bad. There's some great sides to it, you know, and, and I think that's what my brother is doing here with this show is trying to show the good, but he's also amplifying the, the bad. And he's also giving us a platform in a way and bridging the gap in this crazy, beautiful world 
of how we can get around this shit if we just stick together. So it's not all bad. You know, uh, we have to have socialist entities within this society. We have to be a, a socialist. We have to be people, just people of fucking humanity, bro. People that care, you know, that care about thy brother. You know, all this shit about I'm not my brother's keeper. That shit is out the window. And that's something that they have fucking. They've demonized they, these they words. Demonized, and then yeah. people don't really understand the definitions. Yeah, and we have to be. We have to. We have to get back to the place where, where the neighborhood raised the kids. You know, where we set good examples. You know what I'm saying? We gotta get. We gotta get our children away from this, this, this fucking life of fashion and this and that because that shit don't mean nothing if you fucking evil inside. That fashion means nothing, bro. It means nothing because once somebody truly realizes who you are, you know what I'm saying. They not gonna fuck with you. And then now you become this evil person because oh nobody fucks with me. But it's like what I'm saying, bro, is I, I love it because it allowed me, it gave it's a gift and a curse. It's it, it can be bad or it can be good. But because of the society that we live in and the things that are happening to us, it forced us to 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 awake, to become awake and to realize that shit around us is not right and we have to be thankful for the the little freedoms that they give us because there's so many people around the world that are suppressed that can't even do what we're doing you know that can't speak up on these things you know what i'm saying and we have to we have to be there you know and that's what i tell people like you know fuck this this whole black and white type of shit because there's white people around the world they just they're just from other continents or other parts of the world but they're they're oppressed you know their voices are being suppressed you know they can't speak freely you know they don't have a voice you know and we have to fight for those people too just as well as we fight for the people in our own society you know and but we at the same time we also have to be thankful for for how we've grown up and thankful for the country that we're in because there's so many people bro that can't even speak you know there's so many people in china that want to speak but they know if they speak they're dead they're done they're over you know so we have to be thankful for that and i'm not saying oh kiss they ass no talk your shit you know what i'm saying and but yeah i just want to say that Man, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you, man. Freaking um, working together is that's what I'm talking about here. Because it's we're, we were talking about the railroad strikers, and then you know people feeling like you know it's not my problem or whatever. You know they 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 already make a bunch of money. You know they're in a whole nother tax bracket or whatever. And and yeah, I'm talking about the people that's not standing with them. You know, so it's like this is the divisions. And if we stand together as workers, we had to fight to get the five-day work week. We had to fight to get the 40-hour work week. We had to fight to get the weekends off. We had to fight to get holidays and shit off, you know? And in other countries, they have mandatory sick time that they have to give you and shit. Like, it's really crazy. So, but the damn um, corporations control the media completely completely. 
and then the 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 the, the uh, politicians are just talking heads for the damn corporations, and the corporations just don't want to pay. That's it. It's like, and then they, but but we end up talking about I don't know uh, socialism, uh, we, communism. We start talking about transgender rights or something like that, or we start talking about reparations or race relations or something like that. And, you know, these are endless ass conversations. Meanwhile, the same shit is going on. We're all getting screwed. All of the workers are getting screwed. And and they're squeezing us even more and more and more. While we're arguing over this freaking, I'm not saying these topics or subjects aren't important. I'm saying that we we have we have a um, a fight together. We all have something in common, and really, we have more in common than we are different. Like, what's the main issue in your life? What I really want people to understand is that they be talking about politics and wanting to vote and all of that, and the democracy and all of that. But look at your reality of your life. What has the most impact over your life? It's your employer. It's your job. You know what I'm saying? Where do you shop? Where do you buy your stuff from? The corporations. Who do you get your your utilities from? The corporations. It's not the politicians who's ruling your life. It's the corporations. When you're trying to get somebody on the phone, when you have a problem with your bill or your service or something like that, and you get some guy in India who can barely speak English without a thick accent, you can't even understand them, and you're trying to deal with some really serious stuff in your life. These are the corporations, and this is what they're doing. It's not the politicians. Bro, that's the same thing I was saying about Verizon, dude. Like, we have had Verizon for years as a cell phone carrier. And um, used to be every time you call Verizon, and this is no shot against nobody. I, I hope people don't take this disrespectfully, but you always got somebody that spoke that spoke very well. Let me say that that spoke very well. You could understand them, and it's like <clears throat> fast forward after COVID. You know, if you get somebody on the fucking phone with them. It's somebody from like, bro, it's from like a like a national call center. And, you know, those people need to work, too. You know, they have a skill that they offer that they bring to the table, you know, but it's like, you know, their dialect or how they speak is so much different from ours here, you know, and it's like you can barely understand them. It's it's even it's to the point like, bro, like I've literally talked to somebody and told them (laughs) and was trying to get something taken off of my bill and actually had something added to my bill that caused my my cellular bill to be even more than what it should have been and i had to call back and and i just like i i probably sound real racist or rude and i'm just like look can i get somebody that speaks proper english that understands my tone i understand them because this can't happen again and it's not the workers; those are just workers. The damn yeah. corporation is uh, outsourcing this shit to the cheapest 
possible way. And that's how you end up with some guy in India answering your phone because they're probably not even in this damn country at all. Bro, and it's always it's I, I didn't want to say that, but it's always somebody from like it sounds like they're directly out of like their accent is so strong. It actually sounds like they're from they're in India right yeah. now oh, while they're doing that they're while they're doing that call because that's what it is and they don't give a damn about us and that is the problem and 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 like you say getting somebody on the phone is freaking impossible everything now they say go to the website and even when you go to the phone call it'll 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 give you the website and the website might give you the damn phone number and you're just going in a fucking loop and you're not fucking ever getting through to nobody for you, them to help because they give you all of these options. They say pick one and pick two, pick three, pick four, whatever. It's like this isn't the stuff that I need them. To, none of these options are working for me. <laughs> yeah, and Verizon never been that way, bro. Like I've been with Verizon since like 20. I think we signed over Verizon back in 2011. 2012 no it was like 2010 we left sprint and went to verizon verizon has never been that way bro but now you know since COVID, i guess the shortage of workers or they may they must have lost a lot of money doing, i don't see where they i don't see where they lost every, money because so many everybody so many, look at the go government ahead. offices bro i went to go get a birth certificate recently and it's still like it was with COVID. the way the lines are set up and the way it's all it's just worse it's way worse than it was like everything takes longer and they're all like making you fill out extra forms in the office that was dealing with the people to get the birth certificates it was they was serving like one person in there at a time and it was like four or five other of uh, you know agents working in there and they were just chopping it up and talking or whatever they made us stand in line outside of the room you know there's no seating you have to stand in line and then you you don't even get to move forward into the person that's in front of you has filled out all of the forms and you know they've decided to let them in the room like because the people just be in there sitting and just it's, it's so retarded man. it's so crazy i don't know man i don't know but it, it kind of made more sense when it when COVID was going on you know at the very least, even though I was irritated as hell, I was like, okay, well, COVID is going on. This is the government. This is a government facility. They're trying to be as safe as they can or whatever. But they everything has slowed the fuck down. So, but it's been too, how long has it been? And they're still doing it the same way. It's crazy. I don't, I think they're using that shit as an excuse, you know, and it's a way for them to be less productive. If you ask me, like, bro, so many people think about the elderly folks that aren't used to this shit, that are used to going in and getting assistance and having someone to help them. And now they're having to, you know, do all this shit on their own, bro. Like, it, it's fucking ridiculous. It, it's like, it's, it's super ridiculous, dude. Like, I can't know, get a counselor. I've been wanting to have a meeting with my counselor at school. But ever since COVID, the, the way you do the process is different. I used to be able to um, show up in the office. You know, if he's busy, I wait or whatever, or just catch another counselor or something. You can't do that anymore. Absolutely not an option. You have to schedule the appointment online, and it's all of the dates are always blocked. And I know it's not people freaking having appointments on all of these damn days, man. 
and it's like a week later, two weeks later or whatever for you to be able to get an appointment scheduled at some whatever time slot that you can find. And that may not work with your schedule on what the hell you got going on, because that's what has been happening to me. I haven't been able to freaking make a, an appointment that I can make because I end up not being able to make the appointment because it's at a bad time for me. Yeah. And then and the, and the offices, it don't be nobody in the office. <laughs> the doors locked, closed, empty, lights off. You know what I'm saying? Come on. They're working from home. <sighs> Ever since COVID. And so they still haven't changed that shit. Yeah. Frustrating. I don't know what to say, man. Um, I have some stuff that I wanted to cover. Let me see if I can find some stuff. I'm throwing it off right now, y'all. All emotional and shit. I should read that lady's comment again. Did you hear the comment that I read earlier that it was on a video, one of my videos? Somebody wrote a comment. It was about the um, railroad strike because that's what it was under. It was underneath the railroad strike comment. Uh, video. Um, did you hear that part? I kind of want to read that comment again for everybody if they didn't catch it. Um, because the personal stories, I think, help people see things better. You know, people. Um, want to make everything so abstract and it's like what the lawyer, what the politicians are saying is not the same thing as what the people are saying and all we're getting to hear is from the politicians and the people in the media these talking heads and we never get to hear from the people like you notice in all the news shows they don't really do interviews with regular people on the street like they used to do all the time you know i i want to hear what the people have to say you know and that's the thing, like, so that we're talking about the government and the government reacting to the people or being the voice of the people. We never even get to hear with the people. and they, They're definitely not listening. So that's another reason why I like to read the comments, you know, underneath the videos that I play is because I want people to hear what real people are saying. Because that's what we don't ever get to hear. And people are smart. They think all of us are dumb. And that's why it's like nobody cares what these people have to say. We don't want to hear it. We already know what they're going to say or whatever the hell. Like, but that's not true. That's not true. And we need to be listening. And they need to listen. And we need to force them to listen to us. So I want to read this comment one more time. Okay. It says, we have been fighting over three years for a fair contract. We didn't pick December 2022 three years ago. We've been fighting to settle this for that long and suffering, missing our husbands and fathers, getting no time off with their families and no pay raise and worsening conditionings, conditions this whole time. Right as soon as negotiations started, in February 2022, BNSF removed 74 days 
off per year. Historically, railroaders are on call 24-7, 365, but had approximately seven unpaid days, 25% of all hours per month to be unavailable and be off of on-call status to take care of their basic life functions. They were only required to be on call 75% of the time, 26 hours per week. That changed to 168 hours a week. Then if you were off at all, marked off the boards for any amount of time at all, even just to say, drive your kid home from getting wisdom teeth pulled or attend to a family emergency, as of this year, you now risk losing your job due to a point system. We've been fighting for three years, just this round of negotiations, and that was forced on us, and we've been suffering, begging for relief from these awful work conditions, only to get to the end and Congress and rail CEOs hang over our head how selfish and demanding the railroaders are being. As a railroad wife of almost 15 years, it has been a nightmare. It feels like we can't wake from. To know now our husbands have to quit their job to see their family or get fired, it feels like we have been drowning all year and finally about to go all the way under. It feels like mental waterboarding what we are going through. To see our husbands their kids see their dads for like five to 10 hours a week because marking off can get you fired and afraid to use points that don't get earned back until you stay on call 336 consecutive hours. You get credited back for about one day off, if that. We unfortunately will see a mass exodus. Inside information, the back pay checks are supposed to hit January 11th so we expect to start seeing mass resignations shortly after that. And I don't know how our rail system will even survive. Not one railroad employee ever wanted to strike. They just wanted to see their family more than a few hours a week and get a little more physical and mental rest and time away from work without getting fired. I can't even watch the news. This whole thing has made me sick, hair falling out. For all railroad families, this year has been hell on earth. And to hear politicians make fun of it and arguing with Nancy Pelosi while we are over here desperately hoping they give even seven of those 74 days back. Some employees are in such despair, wanting to see their family, but afraid to quit because they have to provide. Some have regular mental breakdowns due to nonstop irregular calls to work at all hours and no recourse to say they're too exhausted to go. Exhausted and mentally depleted and still have to report to work mid mental breakdown because the cost of marking off is too great. Is that somebody that works for the... Um... She's a wife of, a, of someone who works. Wow. And that was a comment underneath one of our videos. Somebody's making comments and I'm missing them. Oh, uh, that's a bunch of crap. Let's block them. Uh, yeah, man. So that really touched me. 
And that's why I wanted to freaking um, read it, you know. Um, let me, let me, I want to read the comment I said back. I said, I really feel your pain. I'm so sorry for your family and the many others going through this torture. That's why I cover this topic. I think we need to learn to stand together because other industry workers are feeling similar stress, but they keep us divided with trivial issues. We need to look past skin tone and tax brackets. If you have to work to pay your bills, then you are in the same boat. And that's what we have to see. Hopefully this situation will be another step in waking people up. We have to fight together or things will continue the same. And the thought of continuing is a horror that keeps me up at night. No wonder people don't want to have children knowing that, that they will likely suffer. Yeah, so I feel like it's a lot of suffering going on. And then they're putting a squeeze on. And the only way to, to fight back is for us to, to come together. You know, all the workers unite. And that's how things got done in the past in history. That's how we got the, the setup that we have as far as with the work week and how they have to pay you overtime, all of that shit. They didn't have to do none of that shit before. Anyways, what do y'all think? Are you, are you speaking about before labor, uh, the labor? Uh, Basically the laws. labor movement where it was like all of these uh, unions all across the United States and they forced them to, to, to change all that shit. Yeah. Um, the child I mean, labor laws, they, they can make little kids just, you know what they did? They had machines that needed to be worked, but the space to get into the area to work it, a, a man couldn't fit in there. So they would use children because those are the only ones that could fit in there. Yeah. Working this damn thing 12, 14 hours a day, whatever it was. I mean, it still happens to this day. Maybe not in this country, but uh, it still happens. Yeah. So and that that's fucked up. The kid ends up with deformities and shit because they're growing they're you know they're 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 a child so they end up with deformities and all fucked up they have short lives they end up, and they and they die young and that's yeah. what ends up happening yeah because i mean most of the time these places i mean they're already i mean you know they're not safe and then like the uh i mean when you even though it may not actually be chemicals that's that they're dealing with, the uh, you breaking up. Oh man, there you up. go. You sound good issues. now. You sound good now. You sound good now. Keep going, brother. You sound good. All right. Well, now nah, I was saying like the carbon uh, that comes through, like I mean, especially like when you're talking about these uh, these gold mines, the cobalt mines, the you know all these different things like this. I mean, it's releasing 
things that's going to be unhealthy to any human being. And then you think about a child who's developing is definitely going to affect them in a way that's not going to produce good results, you know. So, um, I mean, either way, I mean, I think we, no matter where we are, like human rights should be uh, across the board. And that's really where, you know, I would like to focus where, you know, if it, if it's going to kill somebody, is it really that important? You know what I'm saying? A lot of these devices, a lot of these devices that we have, you know, yeah, they're great luxuries, but is it really a necessity? You know, I mean, I'm I'm one quickly to say the further you get away from nature, the further you away you are from God. So we uh, we got to be more careful about you know the priorities like what's what's really important yeah that overnight amazon package but we have to not lose sight on what this is about it's about the hey, workers hey, working together the unions well, fighting well, for this shit because we never would have had none of this if it wasn't for that and we have to fight for it now and the problem is we separated we arguing about transgender rights or whatever the hell and and instead of about us coming together about them screwing over all of us let's well, get let that straight first and then deal with that other shit afterwards let me well, ask I you a question bro is, oh, uh, is the is the overnight because i hear so many people attack the overnight amazon packages just think about let's say just think about a mother who just came home right they released her and there's something that you need, but the store may not have it. Walmart may not have it, and it's going to take seven to five days to have it shipped to you, or you can't readily get it at no store within your little town. But you can go on Amazon and order it and have it delivered to you within 24 to 24 hours or 48 hours. And or let's just say you need something. So as the world, I don't – here's the thing, and that's just going to my message that I was speaking earlier – I don't fault the technology. What I fault is how we as people fall subject to the technology and we, we lose sight of ourselves. We lose sight of humanity. The shit is going to evolve. The world is going to evolve. Even back in the day when Christ worked the, walked the earth, things evolve. But, but look, we're, we're losing the community. We're losing. The, the reason why people use the overnight package example is because this is how they sell you Babylon, because for you to get that overnight package, that's where you got that little kid crawling in the mine. Like, I mean, that's a stretch, but that's how it works, because it's impossible, bro. It's like this is, you know, coming from China, like crazy stuff is, you know, like I, you, you ever see those Amazon drivers when they get out of the car and they're running in the freaking place and they park in random ass and then they're trying to freaking run back to their cars. They on these crazy time fucking um and the, they have GPS systems, they know where these guys are. They 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 they're supposed to drop these packages off. It's really mathematically impossible. <laughs> they have, have to we, beat we, the math we, every time. We have, to, we have we have to address that. We have to address that because for so many years, UPS and FedEx drivers have been under the same scrutiny, have been under the same things. You know, we have to address that. We have to address, you know, we we can't 
just say let's do it because there is a benefit there is a benefit to let's like i look at you with being everything that you are as far as like your show if there's a piece that you need that you can't get in houston but it's on amazon but it can come it can be at your doorstep before I, the start I of your never show order nothing from amazon not one time but it's not really because i'm just not a online buying person really but but i don't like it this is how it works it's those luxuries like that that we want so bad that's what causes it to be child labor on the other side of the earth and we don't care what That's is true. a result of 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 it all we want is our package the next day we don't care how they do it and that is the problem yeah that now that's wrong i don't agree with that i'm sorry i don't agree but we also have to think about we also have to look at if we're gonna attack that we also have to attack these folks that are pushing for for EV vehicles, because that brings about child labor and dangerous situations. What is it? EV vehicles, electric vehicles. Oh God! So you know we have we have to, I'm, you know, which I think is bullshit. But hey, it's a it's a thing, and there's a there's a society that believes so heavily into it, but they're not looking into the lives that are lost on a on a minute basis yeah no I, no there's, there's way... these batteries for these ev vehicles well see that's the thing they know all the technology they don't care uh they know that at some point just to keep all these things running like they're gonna need uh you know regular crude oil they're gonna need natural gas they're gonna need uh coal and it's going to produce more emissions than we're producing now. And, and they know this. It's just that they want you to get stuck on that so that they can control you. And I've been saying that for the longest because, I mean, I don't necessarily have a problem with electric vehicles, but everybody trying to do it is going to overload the system. We already have a horrible, uh, you know, like we, well, I say horrible, but like we already have a risk of the, you know the current system breaking down like right now and the, the infrastructure is nowhere near ready for it but they're trying to force it on us before they leave they leave this uh this election cycle this uh you know this presidential yeah. term you had it so, right it's horrible our our electrical grid in this country has failed us well yeah look, but look what happened with the water in houston so they said the power went out, and then the backup power went out. And that's the reason why the tr pressure dropped. How the yeah. hell does that happen? But, I mean, that's the thing. Like, they're, they're telling you they know that the system is, is not right, but they're still going to push forward with trying to, you know, push this, you know, this new, you know, trying to get everybody, like, they're, raising fuel prices trying to get you to stop buying fuel make you move over to uh green energy which like i don't think is a bad thing but all of that is so that all of a sudden everything that we're doing is like changed in like a small period of time in any other case i mean all these things like 
a decade is still a short period of time for something like that because I mean, bro, just look at our roles. Look, look how long it's been taking for a lot of our roads to get right. Like, I'm a truck driver, so I'm on the road all the time. Bro, there's places that I've been driving to for the last five, ten years that's still under construction. What makes them believe that all of a sudden all this stuff is just going to be taken care of when we got, we're backlogged on stuff that was a part of the infrastructure plan from, you know, 12 years ago. Yeah, but why is it that way? Them damn private contractors. And I'm sure y'all seen the videos of how when they build something in China, and not just China, I've seen it in other countries where it's like India, other places, they start building something, you look up, it's done. <laughs> It'd be a whole well, ass bridge. Well, I mean, that's the, our government allows well, for that type of that we live in. And yeah, the thing they, about they it is, Pat is not just a truck driver because of him is the reason why your infrastructure is getting up is the reason why you see them land down because of him and myself is the reason why you see them land new blacktop because the tax that we pay in fuel is supposed to go to each state each state has a fuel tax that's why you have correct me if i'm wrong pat what every quarter you have a 2290 that you pay that's about 550 bucks and that's a what? fuel tax not and that's on top of the fuel uh, well, tax that you pay at the pump. Well, no, every quarter is if the every year we do a twenty two ninety. So that five fifty every year, and but every quarter we pay taxes uh, to IFTA, the International Fuel Tax Association. And well, that uh, goes to your road fund. That right there, IFTA, that shit goes to the road fund, bro. So then, well. And these states that charge extremely high amounts, like you think about the the northeast part of the country, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, you think about the West Coast, California, all these places that charge six and seven dollars a gallon for, for diesel, that's because their fuel, their road tax is included in that. Truck drivers so, are paying that but, shit. But look, let me get let me let y'all think about this. Don't they have the perfect ass setup? they get to just keep laying asphalt why can't they just pay build the damn street in a way that they don't have to keep laying asphalt every time like is this because is they're trying to pocket the money i'm saying it would be better if they would just go with 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 inch and a half to it uh, well not inch and a half but no, foot, and a, foot to foot and a half thick concrete it would be a lot better the roads back in the day were built with concrete yeah that's the part. Yeah, that's the part that they, they keep doing. Because I mean, it's a quick fix, but at the same time, it's you know I I don't know if y'all seen. Because I mean, if you think about like in the uh, you go to a truck stop, you see there's always you know these big uh, indentions in the in the uh, in the parking lot from the trucks, the weight and this that and the other. With the heat, it it changes like real quick. Cement once it's dry, once once it's been um, you know uh, what's the, I forget the terminology for yeah. Once it's cured, it it's it's there. It's not it's not it's not moving, but the the asphalt does. So I mean that they're not really trying to you know fix it uh truly fix it there. It's just a money train and the freaking, like I say, the damn private contractors, are, people, those are the ones who get those damn government contracts 
it's not no coincidence that who who the people who are probably laying that damn con, uh asphalt. You get what I'm saying? They just yeah. it's it's just money. It's just money and it's coming out of the government, so it's coming out of people's pockets, so it's like free money. Mm-hmm. So but like that's what the uh what the name of the game is, right? Other people's money. So the, the Wall Street is all about other people's money. So these big corporations, they 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 don't want to spend their money on anything. Yeah. And so that's well, the part where they talk about Walmart when they say basically the taxpayers subsidize Walmart employees because most of them have to be on food stamps and other kinds of assistance. And this is coming out of the tax system. So Walmart is not willing to pay the employees enough. They're they're subsidizing their pay with the government. Just one of the ways. Yeah. I think the contracts that are made between the uh the contractor and the subcontractors are not stiff enough because if you give them a time limit and you know it's like uh and also you know depending on the size of their company they can only take on so many projects because that's what i've noticed have happened a lot of times is like these these companies take on these these contracts they'll hurry up and try to start so that nobody else can get it and you know because like let's just say you don't start it they can give that contract to somebody else so they go around the country starting up projects laying down cones and these jersey walls these barriers and you know they they sit there for months if not years before you see even anybody on the freeway working because like there's times like you drive through these places nobody is out there but there's jersey walls there's cones there's bear, uh bear, these barrels and it's just you know they're just holding up space so that they can you know s- secure the the contract for themselves regardless if it takes them 5 10 15 20 years they don't care and meanwhile the traffic suffers people moving around suffers i noticed that in a lot of black neighborhoods it seems like the construction never gets fucking finished over there off of um what is that 610 is that 610 or that's 59 i don't i cannot think i want to give the pinpoint because i know y'all gonna know what i'm talking about but it's been construction to what is that 288 like when um when it turns into Hmm. 288 and it comes around it uh mlk yeah and and yeah right up in there that's it's like the tractors are parked and shit like it hasn't been no work done over there in like forever and it's got like half of an exit like a weird ass exit that was halfway done and not finished and like it's just unfinished ass construction coming through there it's dangerous too it'd be wrecks up in there all the time because people drive really fast because you got you still got all those temporary barriers you know the ones they put up the little concrete ones just mm. supposed to be for during construction. But that shit's been like that for years, man. Yeah. And they're not trying to do anything to improve that. And like, that's really like, I mean, cause you know, I, I heard you saying earlier, you know, before I could actually get on, I'm hearing you saying, you know, well, maybe I was, I don't know. I, I know I heard you saying that, you know, a lot of this stuff is, is because of the corporations. Well, the corporations does have an extremely a lot to do with it, but it's also the government, the people who are making laws and allowing corporations 
to get away with the things that they get away with. So, but, I mean, but it's, they because, it's because of the corporations, though. Their pressure, mm -hmm. their campaign funds, their fucking, you know, a lot of well, times they're the ones who's writing the legislation, handing well, it right over to them. That's true. But at the same time, the politicians are just talking heads. They're pop talking heads for the corporations. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but but that I mean, they're more than just talking heads. These are people who actually have the power to tell them something different. But because of their greed, because I mean, it's greed on both sides. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I'm not taking it. I mean, because I, I I'm with you on the corp the corporations, but we cannot leave the politicians out because they they allow it you know they're the ones who we actually exactly. gave the job to we're they're the ones that but we've that, given the power exactly, to but, but i'm to, glad to, you mentioned to regulate that, shit, that. Bro, because i'm glad because the politician is only going to go as far as the money that's what so that's what i'm that, so 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 the politician but we have to look at it this way let's say you running a corporation and you're taking money from an outside third party and yeah. you're never doing what they're doing they're gonna come well, down they're not gonna come down on that third party who gave you the money they're gonna come down on you saying that you were being well that's what they use the politicians but that's what they use them for they're like scapegoats because if it was but you as a politician if it was who? you as a politician and you take on and you take their money and you pass their laws and their and their their deal who who's at fault the, the business it, or you the, the, the people hires them, Pat, and I get what you're saying, but they're not representing the people. They're representing the but, corporations. It's all a facade. But that's why it's a problem because, like, these people go in and they're, and they're, they're willing to side with the corporations over the people who actually hired them. That's where the main problem is. That's why because I the, can't give them, because they I can't get, give them no slack. Because I don't, I ain't giving them no slack. I'm just explaining what's happening. Their, their, their check. The people aren't paying that check. The people aren't buying that freaking yacht, that freaking trip to Egypt. The corporations well, are. I get it. I, I, I look. Believe me, like it's my my fight my, my argument or my fight is not with you because i hear you i'm with you but at the same time we cannot like lay off of the politician because they're the ones who really have to get in line because the corporations you know supposed to you know follow what the the politician is saying instead of the politician being out there trying to kiss ass and suck somebody's ass for you know whatever you know fringe benefits that they can create for themselves but, but what i'm saying is these these people the politicians the ones on tv and shit even all the way up to the president these people are small fish in a lot of cases like what i mean is these these corporations have so much money and these these folks these politician folks, a lot of these folks don't have that much money, bro. Like, and even like a million dollars or two million dollars or five million dollars, no. that's that ain't no money. You know what they I'm saying? Got, a but lot of them got what I'm hearing, a lot of bro, them got plenty of money. What I'm hearing is you like it's just like a crooked cop taking money from fucking El Chapo. That's what I'm hearing from you. Like, how do we not fault the politician? We voted them based off of what they what they put out there and their values that they put out there. 
they so the we ones can't that really promise blame us. the people. Yeah, they promise us, but we're sitting here saying that it's a corporation. No, the corporation is doing exactly what they do. If I'm a, if I'm a big time dope dealer and I want to get dope across the borders from Mexico to U.S. to the U.S., I'm paying these politicians. So you're gonna say it's my fault? Fuck no, it ain't my but fault. I'm doing paying, my job. I'm doing what I, I'm supposed to do. You paying El Chapo and you paying those crooked cops and you paying the FBI no, and what everybody I'm saying else is El too. Chapo, I'm saying El Chapo is paying the crooked border patrol agents, paying the cops, what? and paying the federal, the feds. How what? is that the fault of the of me as a corporation? I'm a dope dealer. How is that's, that my fault? That's I get not you. my fault. That's, so the, that's fault the fault of your politician. That that couldn't that that couldn't be a man and say or couldn't be a woman and say you know what I know I don't have this money but I want to stand for my people. They went the easy route and took money from a corporation. So and that's, that's not called, the corporation. That's fault. called corruption. And you're yeah. right. They're supposed to be the ones that that are the check because of course the corporation is going to look out for what its best interest is and try to make the most money. That's the reason why we need to have something to balance it out. But Look, it's not imagine it, working uh, in that way. Imagine this, say, bro, like, because I mean, you know, if we really talking about a utopia, if we actually had, you know, put people in office that's going to work for us, you know, we would never have to complain. Like, we wouldn't have to worry about any of our citizens complaining about foreigners coming because we're utilizing the dollars that's actually coming in. You know, we can, like, we have work hand over foot you know like we don't have to worry about people like people gonna always want to come here and you know be a part of america you know even though a lot of people still do but i mean because of the things like bro like it's it's the politicians over because i mean the 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 corporations still you know like yes they're overreaching but it's being allowed by our politicians, the ones that we have hired. And you got to think about this, man. Like, you know, we, we got people that's going, that's, that's come together, put themselves together as a group or many groups and went to the Capitol to harm people because of that very type of system that's going on. And we sit there and we coax and you know, lead on, you know, tell these uh, politicians, oh yeah, we got to do something about those people, when th these people are doing something that's trying to change something for us all, all over. Now, am, you know, am I trying to say, oh, it's a great thing what they did at January 6th? No, I'm not. But at the same time, like there's people in this country who actually have been seeing this problem and to the point to where they're organizing to say, all right, you know what, it, you know, because of the, the ignorance or the oversight of the rest of the citizens and we can actually see where our problem is and they're trying to do what they can with the little few hands that they have and, you know, they're demonized, they're put in jail and this, that and the other when we're allowed corruption from certain people like we actually sit back and pretty much expect them i'm to, saying to screw us that's a whole misdirection the more i'm into politics that's what i'm saying that whole it's a whole misdirection because the anger the 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 we should is should be at the corporations no, those are the ones that needs to be checked look at balenciaga but who's supposed to check them 
us no, like the hey, people no, we have like, to do just it like the video that came out about valencia valenciaga mm -hmm. with the with the child pornography yes okay they are a corporation we as the people without us be valenciaga doesn't exist they can exactly. they can create fashion all they want I, I'm, look, but here I, here's the thing mm -hmm. we have to like no we have to hold them we we have to hold these people accountable these people that allow this brand to hold... continue to to be what well, i'm i'm going it... against what chaka is saying we have to hold the corporations a corporation is doing say bro you're chaka ent and you're trying to get something done and you got a politician you... that you didn't suck that you didn't seek out at a, at a fucking meeting and realize uh -huh. they broke and they need help they need your money and you go to them and you say hey look i'll give you i'll I'll give you, you 5.5 million in your campaign to help you to win this race, and they take your money. You're not at fault, even though you're doing wrongdoing. Exactly. It's them. But it's their not, integrity. You can't it's blame, their you integrity. Can't blame the but y'all not get. Y'all not getting what I'm saying. I'm you're saying not that what we're saying. That's I'm a, looking at it from because I'm you can't at it blame the, the corporation for them trying to grow and build. But when you know when you're doing it at the expense of the people, you when you when you got a people who've hired you and given you a fair salary for the job, and then you you double cross them with making another deal with somebody uh, just so that you can benefit yourself. That's where the real problem is. No. We have to hold them accountable, bro. No. Like, I don't no. care how you look at it because I'm going to tell you, if you were a politician and you took money under the table from a corporation and the shit came out, the court of the, the, the justice system is not going to hold that corporation accountable. They're going to get a slap on the wrist. They're going to lock your ass they're up because they're you doing took it money legally. From that corporation. They're doing it legally through campaign donations. Uh, but, but but that speaks no, to the integrity of you as a politician. If you have told the people, Pat, I, I know I keep interrupting you, but I'm trying no, no, to get no, no, across no, no, what no. you're saying. If 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 you have came and spoke in my community and you say I can get I can get A B C D done i can do this vote for me and then we hire you we vote you in but then you go against us and you take money from marlboro winston marlboro whoever the fuck that cigarette company is five million dollars under the table for you know to get their shit passed through that we're fighting against and then you go again who do we blame we can't blame that corporation what, at the what, end of the day they done exactly what they're there they have an agenda you were the fucking crash dummy that took the five million because the money means more than you means more to you than the people who you're supposed to serve what i'm saying that is, goes to your integrity as an individual bro i'm not you saying none of that is I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with none of that but what i'm saying is that is beside the point because we the people can't it's not the voting trying to worry about who's in office is not fixing the problem that's our freaking tit that's our bottle that they're feeding us that just keeps us on this on uh, you know 
being but, breastfed. But, 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 but listen, oh, still go out but listen. Because they're optimistic that their vote but, is going to count. And that's, it's hear. a hope and a dream. It's freaking, but, um, what was what right. was Obama's thing? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, hope for change or whatever the hell. Hey, that's, now, you, now you're treading lightly. Don't get past started on Obama. Yeah. You ain't bring that nigga a blunt tonight. Chill out. But, but but look, <laughs> listen, y'all. I want you to understand the corporations, Balenciaga, on that fucking bullshit. Is the uh, the government? What the hell are they gonna do to to rein in Balenciaga so that they aren't on this satanic our ass shit? Our government, our government they, can they, stop it. They, they, our they, government, they, the powers that be, can. They stop can't even fix the shit. streets. We was just talking about the damn freeways. No, but it doesn't Look. matter. But what you saying, Chocolate. they can stop. Listen. If they stop, if they stop Kanye West, if they stop Kyrie Irving, if they, yeah, they kill stop Prince, they if they to. kill they, Michael they Jackson, can stop they who kill, they want to. They can stop it, bro. Listen they to what I'm. Y'all let me. Y'all ain't let me get to it. If we. If 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 we could kill Balenciaga, we could kill that brand. How we could do it? Nobody do buy buying Balenciaga. Do you buy I, Balenciaga now? I don't. I don't. But okay, so you have no control. Me as an individual, I don't. Kim Kardashian the, has control because she wears Balenciaga and she models for them motherfuckers. She can stop. Y'all not she's hearing a, me. She's a public I'm, figure. I want y'all to I'm, 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 think I'm different. Just, I'm, all right, it's, let's let's stop. It, it, Deuce, it, let him let him finish. The 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 name of the show today is mental waterboarding, and it was because of the comment that the lady said underneath the um train strike, the railroaders strike. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and 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 so and then the point of it, the reason why it struck me is related to the unions, the workers' unions, and them um coming together. And this this is multiple railroad companies, and and they organize to the point where they can be like, boom, we none of us going to work, and it'll basically shut down the whole damn country, right? So that's them getting together, that's organizing. That's not very, that's not an easy thing to do. That's not a small thing. That's a great accomplishment to get to the point where Joe, Joe Biden got to write some, sign some legislation to make it not. It, make them not be able to do it you get what i'm saying that's the power of the people and that's what i'm trying to get y'all to understand mm, that's if the you're power thinking, of them that's the power of them people because it's totally different and my it's, industry, a, it's, an, it's, an, it's, it's an it's an it's an essential it, it, and no, that's what we have to stop thinking like we have to think mm. cross industries all of the workers oh, because, flights because are the same drivers no, 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 no. Let me tell you something because truck drivers say, look here, bro. I've been in this industry a long time and me and Pat can strike. But that third truck driver going to say, look here, man, I don't want them high costs passed down to my family. We don't have no togetherness in this industry, bro. And that's why the because, truck drivers continue to get fucked. That's why we continue drivers. to have. Yeah, the company exactly, drivers, bro. Go, a lot of them will continue going, but the ones who, who get affected right directly, the ones that get affected directly, you know, we, you know, we willing to do the job to try to get everything right because it's very important to us to make sure it gets right. For the average truck driver, like, it's just like, look, I'm going to get paid anyway. I don't care what y'all talking about, and I'm going to go home to my family. But, and here's uh, another thing, bro. As a truck driver, if you strike, it's on the books. That shit falls under a RICO Act conviction. 
if you strike, you're considered a terrorist as a truck driver. You're getting slapped with the with the highest punishment in the United States automatically. And do you realize most truck drivers do not have the money to fight that shit? And, and y'all like, are making that, my that, that, that is well, that, and, and that's on the books. And y'all are making my argument for me. No, because... we're not because we're making the, uh, the same we're making the same argument because like nobody was ever against what you're saying, but you're saying that we only go after the corporations, which you know these people are billionaires, most of them already. Like the the few dollars that any of us might spend, like you know I I don't I don't spend money on on those type of products, so I really don't I, I can't boycott them. I've you know what I'm saying I've never supported them to begin with. The, us getting people that's especially in those positions that can't afford it, they're probably already you know so close to the or trying to be so close to these other people it's not going to affect them that's why we have to touch the people that we can affect the people that's supposed to uh, represent us when we when they go to washington dc we you know those are people that shoot if it come down to it like we need to muscle up and 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 let them know that we'll put our foot in their ass that's not the only way any change is going to happen is going to be from the grassroots and it would have to be organizing between like y'all if somehow y'all was able to get the truckers to get on the same boat and be like you know we're not gonna let these people but see did did you did you did you but no did you just hear what uh what he just said because see if we because see we if us as truck drivers go and strike then we we can be in jail. We can get locked up. It's criminalized. But but, for us but the to people, strike. but the people that you know, my family members, I, my friends, and people who know what was we're going through, if they step up and say, "Hey, no, nah, y'all need to make sure y'all take care of business for the truck," then we get shit done. But it's too exactly. much. Exactly. It's too exactly. much people that's only concerned about themselves. So. You know, we don't really, you know what I'm saying? And I, I mean, I understand, like, you know, and a lot of people, I understand that a lot of people don't understand. So, I mean, I don't necessarily harp on people or whatever because, you know, they don't really get what all of this is, entails because, and, and most people don't even know that they're losing their freedom while they're sitting around sleeping and, you know, enjoying the new freedoms of smoking pot because oh now you know what i'm saying the the government is giving you know giving you a green light oh yeah no you know what we done hooked up this marijuana so strong now shoot we can keep y'all asleep y'all are like y'all are exactly. walking fucking yep. dead yep. yeah y'all are, y'all are have... walking fucking dead right now so you know we we can do all kind of stuff to y'all so and half I mean, of america don't even respect us as a truck driver bro like look at look at all of the city ordinance like bro you just travel just travel around houston chaka you local and look at the city ordinance if a truck driver is sitting at a lowe's and katie um, let's say he's sitting at a lowe's in memorial city and he's idling his truck because it's 46 degrees wind blowing or it's or it's a or it's 90 degrees outside with 100% humidity and see because of the noise ordinance somebody comes up oh there's a ticket there dog people don't respect us half of society do not respect they want what they want that's, people want what they that's want that's the system 
they and, feel and like I, they, they let me don't ask y'all this. want us in in fucking areas like Walmart's do no, it. No, the northernmost country, the northernmost part of the country. Okay, look at those states over there in the northernmost part of the country. You said it they right do the not... first time. These countries, the states are really just countries. But wait, wait, let me ask y'all. But let me ask y'all this. Us, bro. Let me they ask you this. Like shit. I'm but, listening. Is there a dispatch, like some kind of like national dispatcher uh, type of company, like some kind of company that coordinates trucks throughout the country or whatever? Like, um, well, no, no, no. No, do, do, do y'all have to? Whoever you're with, well, whatever company you're with, dispatches you, or you may go most, to a low. Most most brokers and dispatchers are independent contractors. They kind of work for themselves, and you know, I think to some extent, like that's a part of the, you know, the messed up system too. To some extent, because I mean, I I, I mean, I say that hesitantly because. You know, I prefer people to have that kind of control over their own lives and to, you know, be able to put to, put together a business with something as small as dispatching or, you know, brokering. It takes a little more than the dispatching, but uh, overall... It's got to be a big company, like an uh, insurance company that all the truckers have to go through. It's got to be something... No. I'm, th- I'm trying major to find... corporations go the, the, through... Well, there's a corporations few, go through the same the, the, insurance company, but well, not not independent. Well, um, what's the? Because uh, I used to use them as a as an insurance company. Um, Are you talking I, about OIDA? Drive or OIDA? Oh, OIDA. OIDA. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's I, more so for owner operators, guys like Pat that are independent, yeah. that's running his own business, but major yeah. corporations, major trucking companies. Pretty much are under the same um the same umbrella well, insurance umbrella, well, but most major corporations listen. because they have the money, they're self-insured for the first million to three million dollars. So I'm yeah. trying to find loss. the connection because I'm sure there is. It always is because there's monopolies everywhere. Yes, yes, but States. you want to but so you want to leave them be, out though. It's probably the insurance companies. No, I'm saying no, these it's are not the, the insurance. This dude, what people don't realize, and Pat know this shit too. And Pat, I know Pat. Pat waits for his moment to strike. That nigga like a fucking Western Diamondback. He or or, or a fucking pit viper. Like he waits for his moment to strike, and he's not saying this shit, bro. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's not. Yes, insurance does run our corporation. But what you have to understand, trains only go so far. Trucks run America. That is why it is criminalized for us to strike. That is why it is criminalized for us I to get shut it. down. If we, what you don't, what a lot of what you, what a lot of U.S. citizens don't realize, if every truck stopped, the shelves in the store will be empty within hours. Exactly. So why it's a what, terroristic a, attack. Imagine so if when the they truckers... come, if that shit happens, when they come, they not coming. Oh, sir, please get out your truck. White, black, Mexican, whatever. Nigga, you dead on sight, bro. That's how serious it is. So that's why it should that shows our oppression. Look, so what if the what the if the chocolate. trains, what if the trains and the truckers the trains a, and the truckers will never be the same because union. they they are competing. 
the railroad system. No, we no no we really not. System is com- we're, is com- we're not, competing. No, we're talking no, about the workers. I'm talking about the workers. Listen, they make it competitive because a train can carry more weight than one truck can. But they and they can it haul don't it matter. For, they can haul it for anywhere between ten cents to a dollar. It don't matter if it's a train with. or a truck. It's a person that has to freaking operate that shit. So we <sighs> are on the same fighting field. That's we're on not the how same. Work, bro. Some, somewhat. How, I want to hear you, but that's not how. Yeah. Pat, please explain. Strike me. Yeah. <laughs> well, but at the at the same time, I mean, because I mean, trucks and trains are really not really in competition. I mean, we 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 work in co, you know, like we we work together in so many ways because the train is gonna, you know, get certain getting certain things through manufacturers or out of manufacturers into wholesales or wholesaling or which uh warehouses, uh, you know, where you know they go through these different and they can get a lot of products to these these warehouses where we don't have to do that part we just go to the warehouses and distribute within you know regions or you know throughout the country so i mean we really work together but at the same time you know they keep they somewhat try to keep us separated because of the power that we wield together so, you know what i'm saying yes if we try to shut everything down i mean they we we only include the train the the, the train workers in to our loop as being a part of the uh the rico you know what i'm saying like the, the, right. the real thing and but, so but they can't lock everybody up well well no they, i mean they i mean they probably everybody would, well they, they can't might. do it but see but the whole problem to that is is that and i think that you know i think one of the things that you might be missing is that a lot of these things if 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 our politicians hadn't sided with the uh with the corporations because that's what made the corporations so strong is them siding with the politicians you you've given all the power to the the corporations but if if the corporations had all the power by themselves they wouldn't need to pay politicians yeah so so i mean these are the people who re- set the regulations also and supposed to do it in our benefit because they work for us but no they write it in the benefit for the corporation and, you know and they have, like and all it's the, been all it's this, been at least 50 years of that happening at at the least but and you know i mean shit uh it's probably been longer than that but i mean you just think about like joe biden like he been in this whole system for them there's 60 years he's like trying to retire and this that and the other from you know like he's like all of this look all these crimes that you know they've been talking about that's gonna happen with trump all the shit they've been saying and trying to put on trump they have to watch their back right now because the very same thing they're they're uh at risk of you know what i'm saying they're mad with him because he actually was trying to make america stronger where you know they're doing the opposite they're weakening us so um when you really boil down to because like i said i mean i think he's an asshole but i know that based on what's on paper he was doing the right thing policy wise but my thing you know we have to get the things like draining the swamp we have to do that he can't do that 
You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Trump or no other uh, person can do that. Us as people have to do that. We have to say, no, this person has not been doing the right job for my community. Like, everything that you turn around and you see as a problem is because of the politician that represents your your neighborhood, your city, your state, our country. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where we have to put the energy because we're we're gonna if we go after corporations, we're putting a band-aid on a problem instead of actually, you know, getting the stitches and and going deep down and 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 sewing up that cut, those sores that has been created throughout, you know, this country. So, you know, I, I agree with you. Yeah, corporations are a huge problem. They became a problem because we don't have the people that's supposed to be on our side on our side. So Biden signed the rail strike bill into law today, I guess, because it says nine hours ago. Let me play this clip. I find this shit funny, bro, because Biden is so for the railroad system. But when Trump was trying to sign bills and make agreements for truck drivers, the Democratic Party was so against what he was doing. And it, it's it's this, a slap it's a slap against, in the face, bro. Like this is both, against they, they, the railroad. This is not helping them. This is not what they wanted. This is um this is to stop the strike. But but in eat but but just I get what you're saying, bro. But just to even stop the strike, to even try to meet them halfway, for them to do that, they they condemn Trump for even trying to even do that. For look, us as drivers, bro. Like, listen, I, I know, but listen, like, now, look, this is a common theme because both parties are complicit. You know, we can't give either one of them no no slack because, I mean, when Obama was in office, whether he was genuine about trying to make the change or not, we had Republicans that was, you know, getting in the way with him being the one that's going to ch- make a change for people. So, I mean, we can't forget what we've been dealing with for the last decades, you know, over over time, like, because, you know, they've, in, they've you know, whether, whether, you know, they taking turns and saying, all right, you know what, you know, just to keep them confused, all right, y'all gonna, y'all in the office, y'all do, you know, y'all try to do good for, but we'll find a way to, to stop it so that, you know, people don't, can't get ahead. I, I'm saying this. This is terrible. What Biden is doing with this? It says the 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 headline is Biden signs rail strike bill into law. This is a bill that's stopping a strike, like and it you know so that's the power of the workers. That's the only thing they have is the strikes. That's the whole reason why you join unions. Like well, if the government can just make it that. They talk complete. This is completely out of line. Let me play this clip real quick. It's 24 I seconds. Agree. I know this Go was ahead. a tough vote for members of both parties. It was a tough for me, but it was the right thing to do at the moment. President Biden commenting on Congress' choice to avoid a rail strike. He signed that resolution into law yesterday. With the president's signature, wages will increase for railroad workers for the next five years, but there won't be any guaranteed paid sick leave. I know this. No guaranteed paid sick leave. 
Yeah, I mean, if he wasn't spending all this money elsewhere in the world before we take care of our own people, yeah, our budget wouldn't be so damn tight when it comes to this, uh, you know, these time periods. Like, you know, that's the whole thing. Like, when we're coming up with, you know, budgets for the year, and, you know, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be humanitarians around the world. And, of course, some of these people feel like some of these things are more important than, you know, some of us do others do so i mean you know and they're in the position to to make these decisions without us because this is what we hired them to do but that's the that's the very reason why because i mean joe biden you know like for, uh he come him coming up in what delaware or pennsylvania wherever the hell he come out of like those people should have you know tried to do their best to vote him out 20 years ago, 30 years ago, Pelosi should have been out of there freaking at least 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like she's been like, there's a lot of people that's in, in the Senate in Congress that, you know, has not been doing the job that truly benefits the people. And if we're still fighting with each other so much that, you know, we can live our lives and, and, and accept people for whatever they are because we're too busy pointing the finger at each other because of the problems that these people will not solve for us. Like, bro, like, I can see why people uh, can get angry and, and want to, you know, at least have a go to the Capitol and at least have a talk. You know what I'm saying? You talk about humanitarian and giving to these people or whatever, but it's the it's the real world companies with with fucking uh, profits out the wazoo, and they they don't want to give these people seven days fucking sick leave. That's 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 the thing. And no like, shit. And, and but, then but, the but, government is gonna step in and, be, and and back them up with it on that. Exactly. That's what the problem is because guess what? These you know says like look, this is something because I mean you know. All right, their idea of supporting the people is taking away their their way of you know working and, and, and even retirement. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's people used to have pensions. You know what I'm saying? You got to secure your own shit now. Which okay, that's fine. But you know because you know they're so wishy washy with you know how they handle governmental business is that like our Wall Street ups and downs is 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 because of them you know they're you know they're you know overspending or you know wanting to do way too much more you know saying that they're not using just common sense on these these decisions they just want to dream big and spend our money to to try to come up with you know they want to have all of this glory of what they did while they was in office like shut the just sit your ass down and just do what's necessary and let us ask you when we're ready to move on to do something bigger you know what i'm saying like let's have a surplus of not only money but oil and all other kind of resources that we can right, say interesting. We, we can make a move to do something else. Let's 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 slowly rebuild our this infrastructure so that our our uh, country can handle all of this use of electricity. Is the use of electricity even good? Uh, better because of all the radiation that's going to come from it. Like 
have we talked about is is the radiation worse for us or the emissions? Like what? Is I don't know, bro. Like I, I I start getting pissed off because you know we as regular average people that I'm you know I'm a truck driver and I have more sense than these people and this is the jo- their job. Yeah. Um, we was talking about the culture wars. I didn't see this clip, but I'm sure it's good. I didn't have time to look this up, but let's play this real quick. Poll results to dive into here. There's a lot here, actually, about how Democrats and Republicans feel about a variety of industries within the economy. Let's take a look at this. Um, so you've got along the right-hand side, and I'll narrate this, all these lists of different sectors of the economy. So you've got agriculture, trucking, restaurant, manufacturing, construction, dairy, higher ed, technology, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they asked, and this was done by YouGov, generally speaking, do you have a favorable or unfavorable opinion of these following industries. And so they've got it divided here by how Republicans feel about all of these industries versus how Democrats feel about these industries. Some of them are quite close, quite aligned. Like for example, Republicans and Democrats feel basically the same way about the hotel industry (laughs) as one example, and also about the railroad industry, which is interesting and relevant given the fact that there's a potential strike uh, looming here. But the places where they had the biggest partisan gap soccer were news media, um, entertainment, higher ed, mining, broadcasting, which I think to me that's like- That includes entertainment. Feels like it falls into both news media and broadcasting and and, uh, entertainment rather. Education services and oil and gas. So some uh, some interesting details there on news media, just to pull out one of our you know favorite things that we talk about. Republicans are minus 57 in terms of their views of the news media. Democrats are only at plus 17. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Democrats are really in love with the news media at this point either. But Republicans just wildly more negative on the sector. And even though I'm not a Republican, I tend to side more with their assessment of the state of affairs over there. Yeah, the big one that actually stuck out to me was higher ed because it has yeah. Republicans at zero, but Democrats at a plus 45. To be honest, to I am surprised Republicans yeah. are at zero. I thought that they would be uh, in negative terrain. If you include boomers, they're not going to hate I the think, universities. Yeah, I way. think people, you yeah. know, people have a very like, they have believed this is like a path to a better life. And I mean, the American higher education system has long been like the envy of the world. And so it was interesting to me, yeah, that Republicans were at, uh, were still at neutral and not like overtly negative on higher education. That was kind of a surprise. Tobacco was an interesting one too, because Democrats actually have a more favorable view of the tobacco industry than the Republicans. Although all the data that I've seen says there are a lot of Republicans smoke a lot more Hmm. than Democrats. That one is surprising. So that that one, I wasn't quite sure. Pharmaceutical (laughs) companies, um, this is a shared place of contempt. Good. Some (laughs) potential, you know, bipartisan overlap here. You have them at minus 18 for Democrats and minus 14 for Republicans. So um, it makes me think about, you know, Josh Hawley and what was ultimately like a fairly self-serving op-ed to sort of like push any sort of midterm blame off of Trump and by Mm -hmm. extension off of himself and his own stop to steal nuttiness. But he did make a good point there about like, hey guys, why are we filibustering like lowering insulin prices? This is something that is insanely popular, overwhelming, 
bipartisan uh, skepticism of the pharmaceutical industry. I would be interested to see these numbers like pre and post COVID. Uh, I bet that there's, I think there's been a lot more skepticism of the pharmaceutical industry among Republicans post COVID, but good to see a sort of like bipartisan contempt there. Yeah. I, like I also think that professional sports number was interesting because it's quite low, you know, professional sports True. rating very low, both for Denver. That's not good for professional sports in general finance. No surprise there. Uh, but, but yeah, you know, actually the one that surprised me the most was tobacco and was sports, especially sports finance though. I mean, I'm not surprised either. And by the way, very close. Um, Republicans minus two, Democrats plus two. So both at sort of like, eh, not not impressed with the finance industry. This would have been very different not that long ago. Republicans did have, and even Democrats. I mean, think about Obama. Totally. When he ran for president, it was considered by the mainstream press like uh you know something in his favor that so many wall street executives were donating to him and were stalking his administration i mean this was considered like a sign of his intellect and his seriousness and then of course you have the financial crash and then you know you also have throughout the years more and more scandal and just sort of like the rot of that entire industry on display for the whole country. And now you have a really shared bipartisan attitude of um, sort of disgust towards them. So even though I'm, you know, not surprised by those numbers, it's important to note, I bet they were very difficult, different, not that long in the past. Yeah, absolutely. So interesting to dig into. So what do y'all think? They were talking about the, um, you know, the, the, both sides don't like the pharmaceutical industry, and then you can't get, you know, and then, and then you, and then you know, they're pushing against the insulin. They use that as an example, and and um, so it's a, it's a, it's it was probably it's a poll. It's not gonna be uh, accurate or close. It's just yeah. No, I, I get it. I, I I get it that it's a poll, but. Yeah, I really want to give everybody else an opportunity to speak if they if they like to, because you know I feel like sometimes maybe I bombard. So I mean, if anybody wants to jump out, I, I don't mind. I, I'm gonna read some comments. It said uh, the, under the caption says, "Christopher and Sacker discuss a new chart showing Doc, the biggest." Mic. He was trying to say something. No, oh, I, was, I, I can't. Uh, I was... I was saying the whole, the whole we, we know the government, this current administration is balls deep in, in Pfizer, Pfizer or whatever they are. It's not just Pfizer, it's the, the whole industry of pharmaceuticals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Better living through modern chemistry started becoming the mantra, what, sometime during the 50s or so? Mm, no, well, they've been, they've had a stronghold on for the last at least 100 years. Well, that's what I'm saying when it when it when it was grandmas and moms that were starting to pop up with the tranquilizers and the stuff mm -hmm. like that, and that's that was when I noticed it when I was like eight nine years old was when I started it moving from the you know to where it wasn't a hidden thing. Was it ever hidden? I mean, because I think over time it just popularized, and you know. The, uh, you know, people have trusted in it and that's what, you know, the growth in it happened. But over time, I say in the 70s is when there was a big turn in the pharmaceutical uh, business where, you know, of course, they're doing their trial and error. 
but um you know it's uh all these things like you know grandma making you a hot toddy kind of got out the window because we got tylenol we got you know all these different little companies that are supposed to be you know better good for us but the, the closer and closer the more technology that we have the more that they've harmed people so that's why even in the 90s they're making laws that protects them from getting sued by us because they want to still give us these uh you know these uh what you call you know these barely tested products without us having a you know being able to do anything against them you know but, we're one of the only nations in the world that allows us to go to the doctor to advertise all this shit go to the doctor and go this is what i want we're, we're turning our doctors into the drug dealers now and yeah, not no, actually okay. yes you know, health professionals yeah no i'm go ahead and it's because of the ads it's because of the ads let me read um some comments it says i feel like the chart that actually explains the culture war is the princeton study where they found zero correlation between popular opinion and legislative action in low and middle incomes but a strong correlation at higher incomes two things one this inherently only leaves cultural issues for the masses to feel some sense of collective control and two the elite want to keep it that way to maintain the status quo yeah because see i mean and, and that's what like a part of what my argument was earlier is that you know we have two parties where they're supposed to have you know each party is supposed to keep the other in check but that's not happening like they're both trying to get away with the shit that they need they want to get away with with the people that support them you know what i'm saying so like they're trying to like they're at the same time they're getting over on everybody and you know there's nobody that really has the 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 the, the checks and balances that you know help us overall so like you know that's 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 a, that's that's the a huge problem for us you know yeah. they're not they're not even checking each other you know so that's what the whole part of like having a two-party or multiple party system yeah let me read some more comments it says there might be some agreement about what's bad but finding agreement on fixing it is a whole new game <laughs> and let me read another one it says more studies like this needs to be done i've been saying for a while now that we should be focusing on what we agree on rather than all the differences for example we can probably agree that if we work 40 hours a week regardless of the profession we should make a wage that allows us to make ends meet if we all focused on simple notions we can agree in we might be a little more tolerant instead of filled with hate that is going around. There should be a running list of all the basic absolutes we agree on. It would give us and our politicians a benchmark to shoot for. Yeah, I mean, if you, like, just think about this, bro. We can go buy, regardless of what kind of seeds we're talking about, because I mean, those heirloom seeds are gonna cost a little bit more. But I mean, we, you know, but you go to Walmart and like, you can get packs of seeds for, a, a dollar two dollars or whatever it is 
and it makes let's just say however much money like we're we're looking at products that we're paying five six dollars for for one when it only costs a few cents for it now i understand that you know the processing and these those things come in the car you know for part of the cost but if we're gonna get certain things uh you know the government is gonna pay partial pricing for certain things that's more on the end where it needs to go instead of like the products that we're buying or our pay are having to be subsidized in order for us to to live or you know making judgment calls about our life in the middle of a grocery store at the at the pump like they're supposed to be protecting us where right now just setting a regulation can keep them from overcharging for fuel overcharging for bread and food like anything in the grocery stores where you know there can be a safe percentage that each corporation can make from their products that that keeps them safe and us safe you know so the like, government should control profits i i think i think to some extent they should be able to regulate so, so the government should be able to tell you what you can and can't sell everything for i don't know about that well i okay that, that's well, some dangerous ground there well it's some dangerous ground right now when we, they can you know they, they can charge us you know freaking four dollars for a, a, a loaf of bread something that used to cost 50 cent a few years ago and but well, that's what i'm saying also increase the money supply by 60 percent. so the the odds are everything is going to go up well and, and, and i understand that's the way it's been going but the profits are, are more than what they were the profits are higher like they could make the same money like even though like see that's the thing like the profits don't have to be tripled you know what i'm saying like they don't have to raise prices where they're their profits are tripled, they can still make the same profit and be fine. And and, and and what I'm saying is the government ain't the answer. I'm saying the people can do it. The people need to put the pressure on them. If they if the if this company is selling that apple or four dollars or whatever, then we just don't buy it. You know what I'm saying? And we get everybody on board with this shit. We have we have to be on one accord. You know, yeah, I I hear I hear that, but okay, you don't go buy the apple. Then guess what? They don't bring more apples because people are not buying them. So you know they don't they don't necessarily make them change the price. That just makes whether or not they're gonna take a chance on selling it next time. Yeah, so, but um, I do want to point out too that this opinion of mine about government regulation of prices does not apply when it comes to life saving medicines and things like that. I think we oh. should, they should be stepped. I think that, you know, see, yeah, like insulin, stuff like that. I do think the government needs to do something simply because we got people, you, you know, if, if you don't, if you, you can always find something else to eat, you can't, you can't find insulin. Can we? Well, no, I, I, I yes. hear you on that. Yes, you can. We can always find something there, else there, to eat. There, like, you, know, like you, can always you can always make a choice in what you eat and eat something cheaper. See, you're talking, well, you're talking this and well, that. You, you, you're. I'm, I'm being real about not expanding things to the preposterous level. 
Okay, I, I, I hear what you're saying because I understand type 1 diabetes people that need it. Yes, I these get people, it. These people are char getting charged six $800 a week and yes. literally they're but, choosing do I die next week or do I live this week? But medications is the same thing as food, bro. It's the no. same thing. No, insulin is not the same thing as food when it comes to that. Bro, if you don't eat, it's life. It's life or death the same way. If you don't get it, well, see you you're, again. You're taking it to the exaggeration level on people aren't going to eat, and that's not true. Now, people aren't going to get their insulin. That is different. Well, you know, I've, I, 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 you know, I can, I can express different points based on, you know, because I know type one, they can't do anything without it. Type two, they could have ch chosen different things to eat so that they don't need it you know what i'm saying but overall when we're talking about food and drugs they go hand in hand even the government thinks so so you know the regulations doesn't just stop with just medications because guess what we depend on these people at this point to get it. like if we were talking about us still growing things in our garden everybody has a little yeah we could maybe look at it a little differently but we have people who are control in control of the stock of all these things they might be surpluses of uh of of because i got a friend of mine that was just you know uh last week or week before last that you know doesn't he can't get his uh insulin because they're on back order and the, the stuff might be available you never know but he can't get it because it's on back order and it's not just because you know like it's not available because they're the, the production of it or whatever. So they can actually come back and charge even more for it next time. So like there's certain things you do. Do you believe that the, that, that the insulin, you know, we just don't have uh, the natural sources. To okay. Create let, the, let, to let, create me, let me give you a background. No, here's the thing about insulin. The guy that created the process to attract insulin sold it for one dollar under the whole idea that people would never have to die because selling the patent for that for a dollar would allow it to be produced so cheaply that they wouldn't have to do this and yet if you go to kenya the exact same johnson and johnson or whatever produces the insulin the exact same s s bottle of insulin cost twenty thirty dollars over here and two to six hundred dollars here i get it but see that it is not the problem because see that's see we, we we have the same argument but you're and and i understand that you feel that i'm the, i'm, I'm, separ I'm separating farmers it's, because you're wanting to literally destroy the farmers market who for the most part the farmers have no leeway most of them are just one bad crop off of failing. No, I get that. That's why I said if we're going to subsidize, we need to put it in areas where it's going to, you know, like not affect the, the, you know, it's not, you know, the consume like the, the consumer or the producer. But, you know, as far as the profits, like we, we got Walmart that's making record profits that's still getting subsidized. Can't we use some of that money to go to the farmers so that they're not at loss? 
Like, do we have to keep charging them over and over again for seeds that, don't, you know, that won't look at, reproduce? Look at Pfizer. We gave them what a billion dollars to Way more than- a, a billion dollars to come up with this th- thing, and they're already have made over fifty-five billion in returns on it. Yeah, I'm like, hey, you know, uh, how about? Tossing some of that back to the government or the people somehow. Well, well, see, but that's and and that's the part that I'm talking about because that money oh, and they that come up with an oral cure. Yeah, but listen, that's our money because see, I've been saying this for the longest, and I don't know if people hear me or not. But that very money that they gave Pfizer to for them to produce something, that's investment money for the people. So. It should come back to the people just as much as you know as an investment. When they when they take a billion dollars from us to to do something for us or whatever they're creating this, and then they come back and once they create it, they use our money to be able to sell it to us and call it free. Like really, you know, they they should have been like just working um, practically almost just working for the government where okay they make a good a, a good enough amount of money for doing what they've done but the profit sharing should happen to come back to us as well like because it's our money that created it or at least helped create it but we don't get anything back the people like you like these people that's having to go on to welfare that work eight, ten hours, or you know, no, usually it's less than eight hours because they don't want to pay them overtime. These people go into work, they might have to work two hours, but they still got to go get, uh, you know, subsidized by the government to be able to get food stamps or some kind of welfare, some some supplement just for them to be able to live. Uh, okay like not even an okay life they're still living fucked up and you know like it's their tax money they're getting hit up the most on taxes but they they don't get as they don't get no no real freedom when it comes to anything they they, they mama grandmother whoever them work 40 50 years and they're they're living barely living because they got illnesses and this that and the other the the pharmaceuticals is costing 70 80 bucks for one you know they might have a few things they might pay five dollars for three four dollars for or whatever but some of the most important stuff that they know that they're gonna reach deep down in their pocket because they want to live they'll charge them 70 80 dollars for where they could have like you said i mean even a patent that was sold for a million dollars over time, to make your money back, you don't have to charge people no eighty and ninety dollars for it. <coughs> That's why all of it needs to be regulated. You know, the food, like to some extent, it needs to be regulated where everybody is is fair for everyone. Not where somebody who finds a AIDS get a, a, a cure for AIDS, and now he can charge you eight thousand dollars for one dose. So, yeah, that shit crazy. Let me um, let me change the subject because I'm. This is um something um that we can all agree on is uh 
how happy we are with Fauci and things he said <laughs> and the job that he did and how much of a impact he has had on society. Do, do, do we all agree? Well, I, I guess most of us at least agree. We, we can all agree. We love Fauci. Let me play this. <laughs> you this month this next one yeah so i got a question for you raise your hand if you have an answer for me like why in the hell are colleges and universities in the united states still mandating vaccines for the spring semester um or you won't be allowed to attend does anyone have an answer for me on that question um because the vaccine i don't even want to repeat <laughs> you have no if idea I repeated the, uh to, because the vaccine prevents the spread because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea why colleges and universities in the United States are still mandating vaccines for the spring semester. It really makes no, no sense knows. at this point. I mean, for young people, right? I I could understand maybe if it was for universities where you had people with comorbidities, like it was called comorbidity university. Mm. Like, and those are the only people that were allowed to attend that university, right? These are people with comorbidities, maybe elderly comorbidity people. Uh, in one university. In one university. Okay. Can you imagine that? Doesn't even help them. That student union? No. Comorbidity University, where where you, I maybe I could understand it then, but even then, like forcing people to do something with their bodies, I, I still can't, I still can't, uh, uh, I, you know, stand Processing. behind. So, um, I want you to listen to a couple of doctors who um, had some thoughts about this uh, on on mandating vaccines for universities. Take a listen. There's schools that are forcing students to get the COVID vaccine, like Harvard University. The website states that in order to register for spring term, students have to be compliant with all vax requirements. This includes the annual flu shot, as well as the, as the bivalent Omicron-specific COVID-19 booster. Again, Dr. Hamadi, I mean, this is forcing a shot on students that are completely healthy and have an infinitesimally small chance of dying from this virus. Don't understand this. Consider you can spread it with the vaccine anyway, right? And you can spread the virus even if you're vaccinated. Exactly, Laura. And that's the problem is when the vaccines first came out, we were told repeatedly by the drug companies, by the White House, by so many others that this will prevent you from getting infected and spreading it. We know that is no longer true. It was never true. But now, after so many months and years of experience now, we know that's absolutely false. So what is the purpose of forcing people who are perfectly healthy, who are in some of the lowest risk strata to take something which we know also could have side effects? You, every medical decision is a risk-benefit ratio. And when you have minimal to zero benefit, but you have some risk, no matter how much that is, that risk-benefit ratio may not work out. And so it's frankly, I think, unethical because it's coercive and you're forcing people to take something that puts them at risk with minimal benefit, not only to themselves, but even to the people around them, given what we now know about the vaccines. Uh, on top of that, we have, as Dr. McCary was just pointing out, very little data, especially regarding this bivalent Omegron uh, booster shot. We have antibody production data. We don't have data on anything related to mortality, long mm -hmm. COVID, serious uh, infections or hospitalizations. And for, for children, we have actually zero data. They're just referencing oh, the no, adult it's... data with that. Oh, so zero data. <laughs> what do y'all got comments? Yeah, I mean, uh, he's laying it on right now. Zero data for children? What, where are you looking? 
He's not. He, oh, there's zero data because he didn't look, because there's plenty of data, where where kids are t heavily affected by the shot. I'll leave it at that. And the, and I'll add that it's not positive. Yeah. I mean, you know me. I I can go off on it, but I look. I want you to. I want you to have your show. I know. Let me play some more. All I say is just look at the CDC <laughs> no. website. But you remember the entire page. Uh, the head of yeah. CDC web he said the CDC website, CDC website has the entire page on side effects. Yeah. No, I know, but I mean too many average people are too lazy and they they rather just you know trust the talking heads and whoever's you know getting paid to tell you what they told you instead of going look just go and see for yourself you know there was but, a guy that was actually on the show that said he didn't trust that website <laughs> what what that is that they're not reporting what's do they feel like they're not putting enough information or they're putting information in there that's not true i can't remember what it was he was just saying he was going off something about it um this is a while back, and I put up the CDC link and everything, uh, .gov and all that stuff. He's like, well, I don't, I don't trust that site. They, I'm like, dude, I'm literally what? giving you the government's website. On like, it. where else? Let me play some more. So what, so what will you trust? That's <laughs> like the... Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, no, because they they want to give an fall, excuse for why like, no, what they've done is right. Like that's like that's the biggest problem with people is that they might have been Brandon. They would have been. Um, they will for you know make excuses for the problem instead of just taking it head on and just dealing with what it is. Like that's. And, and this is the same people that we're talking about joining forces with to make a difference in our country. Let me play some of this. Our recommendation when she was asked about this, we played that sound on our show. What, what, when, you know, what's your recommendation? Well, our recommendation going into the fall is just everyone get the booster. Just get it. Don't even ask questions. Just get it. That's what she said. So here are the colleges still requiring the COVID booster shots. And what's interesting is they were, these schools are now like pivoting to require the booster shots. So not even just the straight up, they're just pivoting to the booster shots. So here are all, see if your state pops up here. Okay, Alabama, nothing. Alaska, nothing. Arizona, nothing. Indiana, you got DePaul University, St. Mary's, Holy Cross, University of Notre Dame, Valparaiso, California. Look at California. Holy smokes. All of these California universities and colleges. The list is pretty endless there. Kentucky, uh, Louisiana, Maine, Bates College, Colby College in Maine, Maryland, Johns Hopkins, Johns Hopkins. Oh, man. Um, Massachusetts, Amherst College, Bentley College, Bay Path, Colorado, Fort Lewis, University of Colorado at Boulder, uh, University of Denver. Connecticut. I mean, the list is endless. Delaware, the District of Columbia, Florida, nothing. Uh, because in Florida, the Surgeon General um, has said that he does not recommend it for all populations and especially not the mRNA for, for college aged men. Yeah. So Florida, there you go. Uh, Arizona, also not on this list. Hawaii, Michigan, Idaho, not on this list. Illinois, Minnesota. This is really... 
Texas. I mean, and that's just that was just up through. Now we go N N through Z. Oregon, Nebraska, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Look at all these: Bucknell, Cabrini, Carnegie Mellon University, Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. I mean, when most workplaces have now dropped a vaccine mandate, uh, why on a, a population of mostly healthy young people Great would this questions. continue to be in place? Great. Uh, especially when you have the choice to vaccinate yourself if you want to. Why do you care about your neighbor being vaccinated or not, or your coworker or your classmate? Well, Biden's COVID czar. Um, his name is uh, Ashish Jha. This afternoon, he said that he thinks this is God's will for all of us to get the COVID shot. It's God's will. That's why you were given these two <laughs> arms. I really believe this is why God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. Okay. And there wow. he saw it. Yeah, that's why you got like two he's, arms. He's, he's, he's there's joking, faith right? in that scenario. He wasn't Was joking. that supposed to be yeah. a No. No, like you're supposed to just have faith and not not have to take anything because. And this is also why God gave us the biopharmaceutical complex. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you notice Dr. Fauci was in that video? He was in the upper left hand quadrant of that video. So today was his last White House briefing. And the guy went on. He dropped a bomb. He went out on a high note like I, and I literally I was like, wait a second. Is this old like this press conference? No, no, no. This is today. This is him today saying this about getting boosted and getting the vaccine. Dr. Fauci, watch. And vaccinated and unboosted versus vaccinated plus boosted. That doesn't mean you shouldn't get boosted, but the real danger is in the people who have not been vaccinated. So that's where we expect, if we're gonna see a problem this winter, it's gonna- The, the gonna real danger for what? Hmm. The real danger for what? Okay. Living, having a healthy life, that's the danger for you? You know, not being complicit to them. I, I think that last little line, if we see something this winter, it'll be because of the unvaccinated. Let me play that little part. Well, they can say what if the we're going to see a problem this winter, it's going to. It's going to be among those people. So, so if you catch a flu but or pneumonia, it's because your neighbor didn't get the vax. See, and that's and see that's the that's the problem right there. That those type of comments that you know people who who are not willing to study shit for themselves are gonna believe that bullshit and 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 try to be mad with their their own family members because they are willing to read and they're willing to listen to this bullshit. And it just causes us to fight against each other. So we're gonna be fighting with our neighbors when we get sick and be like. Oh, our neighbors didn't get vaccinated. That's the reason why we got sick this winter. Yeah, and then somebody's gonna be fucking shooting fucking darts at you in in the dark, just because you know what I'm saying. Like spiritual <laughs> some darts. <back> starts. <laughs> well, maybe yeah, but I mean they're gonna be you know they're demonic darts shooting over the fence because you know you made them sick. Like yeah. bro, no, no, you taking the that damn shit is what's making you sick. You know, if you're not re if you're not seeing, you know, cause I mean, I don't expect everybody to get the, the same news I'm getting from, you know, across the pond, but shoot freaking, what is it? Two, three foot long clots that people are getting. 
you know what I'm saying? Like your your sales not producing healthy sales because they're uh recreating fake shit or it's just man, whatever. All right, that's fine. I mean Let me play some more. They could just like double up on Smokey the Bear. They could say fire um, you know, chances high today yeah. and COVID green. Bubba Smith says he had this done in our chat, in our Rumble chat, and says he had a heart attack a few days later, then a blood clot in his leg, mm. Bubba says. What? Bubba, I hope you're okay. That's awful. Dr. Rima Libo is a doctor, and she says that this is all about the immunization agenda 30, 2030 from the United Nations and the World Health Organization. This is Dr. Rima. And she says the Bill Gates and Melinda, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Economic or the World uh, Health Organization, all part of this. And it's printed right on there, implementing the immunization agenda 2030 by adding these additional round of, uh, of vaccines. Listen to what she has to say about that. Immunization agenda Thank God 2030 for these, these impact goal indicators oh. and targets lays out that by 2030, there will be 500 new vaccines introduced. And under the Immunization Agenda 2030, which is part of One Health, no man, woman, or children, child will have an exemption. Well, of course, the elite will have an exemption because they wouldn't do this to their bodies. But you and I, those of us who survive to that point, will be forcibly jabbed. No one left behind is how they put it, which really means no one left alone. So that's the that's the implementation, the implement, implementing the immunization agenda 2030. You can read all about it right on the World Health Organization's website. So I mean, we've already seen that happen in New York City when the garbage collectors uh, sued the city for vaccine mandates and showed that there was an exemption in the city for entertainment entertainers and artists. They did not have to get vaccinated or follow vaccine mandates, but trash collectors, sanitation workers who had so little interaction with the public were forced to take this or else lose their job. They won that litigation, but there's still an appeal to get their jobs back. But she's right. Um, the elite will not be subjected to this. It's just sort of the normal idiots like well, us. Brad will. The reason why that the... Uh the actors and entertainers or whatever get a pass is so that they can be here to continue telling you to take them but you know they don't have to take them because like they need to be protected so that they can keep selling you the idea that you need it if they get sick because they're on tv now they gotta start answering questions let me read the caption it says Dr. Fauci gave his final COVID press conference and said the unthinkable. Also, why are colleges and universities in the U.S. still mandating vaccines for the spring semester? Some students who refused the booster will not be able to return for the spring semester. Isn't it time COVID vaccine mandates got a non-political revamp? No. Let me read some comments. It says... Because the sheep comply, mandates are not law. Another comment says, thank you all for your efforts and bravery in exposing these criminals and saving lives. <clears throat> Another comment, 
you would show how well educated you are by refusing this mandate. Another time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> people like that just drive me nuts. You know, but look, my th- if you want to, if you want to go take it, look by all means. But but trying to tell somebody else what's best for them is where I have a problem. Let me read another comment. It says, "We need a nationwide petition now. No Dominion voting machines, paper ballots only. ID recorded. What does that got to do with this?" Let me read another comment. It says. Offering incentives to take these things as inflation and job loss increases is so wrong. They know who will be most vulnerable to this. Mm. Another comment. It says, all those that are mandating it at this point should be charged for attempted murder. It is known at this point that potential side effects. No. And then y'all want to be mad at uh at uh damn Elon because he's allowing people to actually tell you because I mean shit like, like right now I mean if this was even just six months ago a year uh, definitely a year ago man like these people wouldn't be talking the way they talking but it's so much proof so many people have been injured or killed from you know this thing maybe not immediately because it usually takes a little bit of time because that those spike proteins got to start you know getting into your body and uh, releasing those uh those part those nanoparticles those uh the messenger RNA into your cells so it takes a little while but shoot for some people as little as 2 to 3 days like they're screwed They don't want, you know, but that that's the intention is to, you know, dead man walking. But yeah, I digress. Um, breaking. I think I want to go to them again. Before we go, I'm getting tired. I want to hear some. I want to hear Doc. But let me play some of this right here. Twitter files, journalist Matt Taibbi releasing this report over the past 24 hours. And I had a chance to speak with Elon Musk earlier tonight. I asked him a couple of questions about these Twitter files. And I asked him specifically about this backdoor government portal that was uncovered thanks to Dr. Shiva Ayaduri's lawsuit about two years ago. You'll recall he was running for Senate out of the state of Massachusetts. And as a result of that lawsuit, we learned that there was a government backdoor portal into Facebook, in addition to which there was a Twitter partnership program where the government, with a government email address, you could essentially reach out to executives at Twitter and have them remove, ban different accounts, take things down. And just with a government ID, and it's very accessible. You can read right about it right now, still on Twitter's blog, even was updated last year at the end of the year on December 17th of 2021 about this Twitter partnership program. So a few moments ago, I had a chance to talk with Elon about this Twitter partnership program. Uh, What does he intend to do about it? Is he aware of it? And I think his answer was actually really surprising. So here is my brief conversation with Elon Musk just a short time ago. Hey, thanks, Elon. One of the stories we've been covering on our show 
over the past couple of months is uh, Dr. Shiva's lawsuit. He was banned from Twitter running for the Senate from Massachusetts. And one of the things in his lawsuit that was uncovered was the back end government portal to both Facebook and Twitter, the, tw the trusted Twitter partnership. And I know on Twitter's blog, that trusted Twitter partnership between Twitter and someone with a government email address can reach out to Twitter and basically have accounts banned, taken down. Is that portal, is that trusted partnership still available to the government? And given what you've released in the Twitter files, does it make sense for that to still be there? Um, I, I got to dig into this uh, trust partnership sort of thing. Um, you know, I, obviously that has like some Big Brother vibes. Um, so, uh, you know, Twitter, Twitter will adhere to the law, um, but, but but it will not do. You know, it's not going to go to go beyond the laws. Uh, and and if there are laws that that seem that don't seem to be interested of the people, then Twitter will push to change the laws to be in the interest of the people. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll dig into this trusted partnership thing, find out what's going on. Um, so, yeah. This, of course, is pretty shocking. This is what Dr. Ayaduri's lawsuit was all about, was that this... So, the, the, that's kind of complex, but related to... Um, I wanted to talk about it related to Elon Musk and um, what he's doing with Twitter. Hold on. He said he released some stuff. Did y'all see that? Um, I can't even think of how to spell his name now. Um, he was supposed to release some files or something. I think that was supposed to happen today. Oh, interfered in the elections. Is that what it was? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because they're talking about the, it's Fox News is the only ones that's popping up. Hold on, let me see. In, internal files. Who the hell is that? CNN. So let's see. Twitter employees knew what they were doing was effed up, quote unquote. Elon Musk is dropping some Twitter files on their censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop story. That's Fox Business correspondent Kelly O'Grady is I here with the latest. Kelly. Hi, good to see you, Jesse. Yeah, Elon just held everyone's Friday night hostage with these bombshells. So I kind of want to walk you through what's going on here. So journalist Matt Taibbi is painting a very long run-up. I think we're at 34 or 35 tweets. It might have changed while we're on the air of how Twitter suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story. So here's what we know thus far. First, Twitter suppressed the story by removing links, posting warnings that it may be unsafe, and even blocked transmission of it via direct message. We learned from these tweets that that's actually a tool that was reserved for child pornography. Now, this all escalated when Kaylee McEnany had her account locked for sharing it. There was an inquiry made from the Trump social media team that led to a lot of back and forth then between internal teams, Twitter's communications team, and their policy team. I want to bring up this tweet. Uh, it was numbered 21 in Taibbi's saga here because it shows evidence of why Twitter censored the story. Uh, so it says, per checking, the user was bounced by site integrity for violating our hacked materials policy. 
adding them here for further insights and guidance. Now, it gets confusing because Taibi is saying that sources share that the government had not confirmed that hack through sources. Um, over the next few tweets, we're learning that Jack Dorsey was not involved and that this really, this decision really came down to Vijaya Gaj, she's the head of legal, now fired from the company by Musk, and others in the company that were also focused on policy. There's a number of screenshots that have been shared, uh, many showing that former head of safety Yoel Roth felt that they had moved too quickly on this and that they haven't given, uh, they hadn't found enough evidence that they should have taken motion on this because they didn't really know that it was it was hacked. I want to bring up a. Uh, are y'all getting this kind of messy? But um, it's saying that um, Twitter suppressed the stuff about um, Biden's laptop, you know, um, and they got paperwork to prove that that happened. Well, here's going to be the funny thing. Since it was going on during uh, 45's administration, that means, you know, they're just saying you just needed a government ID. So what I'm wondering is which government ID is tied to that? Maybe it's not a specific person. It would just be a clearance. Well, no, that's what that's what they were saying was anyone with a government ID could access that email. They had access to that email address, could tell them to take stuff down. Yeah. So the question is, are we going to find out whose ID was used or who the person was that actually sent that email? Who knew the address and, and did it? That's a good question. Because I mean, I'd I'd like to know who in the in the in the government said, "Hey, uh, bury that." Mm. That would be interesting. Um, why why are they so concerned? And then it's it came out now, anyways. And all I see is corruption. Let me play one more little right here. By opening the floodgates to unfettered free speech, Elon Musk has allowed hate to spread far and fast on Twitter. Elon Musk, when he took over Twitter, sent up the bat signal to every person who has felt unable to spread racism, misogyny, uh, homophobia, but also disinformation actors, that Twitter's open for business. And my, haven't they responded? In the weeks since Musk's takeover, researchers found a dramatic 202% rise in tweets containing anti-black slurs, a 58% rise in tweets with anti-gay slurs, and a 60% increase in anti-Semitic tweets. At the same time, Twitter ended its own policy against spreading disinformation about COVID. He's basically, he's going to create a situation, a toxic environment that's going to shun him and undermine his, his business model. So I don't think he's really realized that. Though Musk has quickly learned there are limits, he suspended Kanye West after the artist tweeted anti-Semitic imagery. At the same time, Twitter has welcomed back formerly banned users, including neo-Nazis and far-right conspiracy theorists. Musk tweeted, You know Twitter is being fair when extremists on far-right and far-left are simultaneously <coughs> upset. The old regime in Twitter, their response was to try to just suffocate the dissent. And, and, and Elon Musk knows that's not a winning formula. 
Half the site's advertisers, like tech giant Apple, have now fled, and governments are taking note. The EU has warned Twitter could be banned if it doesn't comply with content moderation laws. A platform that is, like it or not, essential to democratic debate is run by a man who cannot distinguish the public interest from his interest. What's so particularly concerning is that the documented increase in hateful tweets coincides with real-world threats to the same minority groups. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security has warned that domestic and foreign terrorists continue to use their online presence to motivate supporters. Jackson Prosco, Global News, Washington. Yep, so that I think that's what makes it dangerous. But I also think that they're kind of flipping this because it's on the liberal side. Um, I think it's needed. I think it's needed. I think I think what Elon is doing and call me crazy, but I think what he's doing with Twitter while allowing these people to speak, it gives it an open platform. It allows people to see exactly what you're dealing with in society when this shit has been so has been hidden for so long. You know, the lies, the deceit, you know, and people in society living amongst these people that are fake that are in the closet and by him being able by him taking it over and allowing this free speech dude you just never know it could be the closest person to you at work somebody that you share hey somebody that you share your you know your deepest family you know problems with that could be this very person that's that's spreading this stuff on Twitter. So, I mean, we live in a world where everything wants to be protected and sometimes protection is not the best thing. Sometimes it's best for you to know exactly what you're dealing with, bro. And we can't like this whole, I don't know, maybe I'm not expressing that right, but what I'm trying to like, it's just, the fact of always wanting to protect it's like your child you want to protect them from so much in this world where you cripple them from knowing what is before them being able to see exactly what they're dealing with and i like what he's doing you know i want to know if you don't like me but we have to work together and we protect one another because i deal with that in the in the in the realm of the industry that i'm in as a driver, I not only drive, I work in a refinery. I deal with people. I deal with people from the eastmost part of Texas, you know, that are from these towns that are known to to be very prideful and KKK and black hate. I work amongst these guys. So I want to know that. Like, I'd rather know that you don't like me than, you know, than the, for you to hide in the closet and sugarcoat this shit because you're trying to protect your job. Let me read some comments. This first one, it says, I would be really interested to see how they gathered the data for this. What do they consider hate speech? I get the feeling global and the data firms that work with have a lower bar than the average bear for hate speech. I bet you that's true. Another comment, it says, non-political censored conversation equals not censored hate speech. How dare Eon try to get rid of a political censorship? Another comment that says, free speech is not hate speech. Another comment, American citizens enjoy a right of free speech. 
and that includes so-called hate speech, which is protected under free speech. As long as you're not calling for people to incite violence, it is protected. I wish the government would understand that the power lies with the people, and at any time we can exercise our right to remove a corrupt government that is no longer accurately representing the will and voice of the people. Man, I like that comment, but I think it's I think it's a little bit more simpler than that. Somebody, and Pat, I say this respectfully, but somebody like Pat that represents a different government than us, his values and views could be deemed in this society as racist and hateful. Mm. And then you take his voice away from him and his only platform is Twitter to try to get his point across. Like, come on, bro. We're trying to silence so much in this society. We're done. And, and what people don't realize is that they're dumbing you down. They're making you stupid. They're, they're, they're teaching you how not to deal with society and life situations. And well, that's where you create, you create these fucking monsters that go in these schools that don't know how to handle the truth and they are, are are they they're tired of the lies they're tired of the bullshit or they're fed hate or whatever it is and they go in these schools or these grocery stores and they kill people just let them express how the fuck they feel just because he says he doesn't hate us he hates a certain group of people doesn't necessarily mean he hates your black ass he just hate the motherfuckers that he in the community that he live in which could be a bad thing but i'm just saying does that make sense does that yeah even... i really agree with you deuce like i really do i mean um everybody's too soft but at the but at the end of the day you know it's an international platform and other governments around the world can be like you know we, we we're not gonna have twitter because you know they don't have it regulated enough so that goes that, the that's global. Fine, but their people are gonna find a way. They have always found a way. How do you think the UK have rappers? They have found a way. Like the UK were against rappers and, and the whole rap hip hop scene forever, bro. And now they breed some of the best rappers there is. I jam that shit all the time. Some of those guys have some skills. That's the main stuff I listen to right now. Is is is, and I've been on it for some years already. But yeah, the main shit on my playlist is coming out of UK right now for sure. And that that's the really biggest good. thing, bro. That's what black people have to realize. Like not just black people, you know, because uh, I grew up on both sides. I grew up in a black home and I grew up in a white home by by a white father and. Their, their voice is not loud enough. It's more ignorance than there is the positivity. There's so many people on the other side, on the white side, because they try to play us black and white that are in agreement with us, that hate what's going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's so many people, like, they're because of their family beliefs, bro, they're oppressed. They can't speak. You know what I'm saying? They don't have a voice. It's stripped away from them at an early age. And it's like this platform, people need to realize what this guy is doing. He's giving people a platform to vent. And maybe that will stop some of the fucking violence that's happening. You know, this could be, 
No, they're inciting violence. They really depend. Like, cause see, they have certain people that's fighting against it, but at the same time, there's others that's doing things to induce, um, or, you know, a reason to, um, like, I don't know, like, it's, 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 it's backwards. Like, we got people that's going against each other who's dealing with the same issues. The elites are pretty much kind of making situations like they're breaking it down to whatever the last fiber to figure out what can they do to to keep us from actually uniting and you know create you know fixing our problems but we you know we too busy trusting them like that's my whole thing like look it, it probably would happen all over again maybe down the road or some shit but I think that we could actually get some things changed, but most people are not ready for that work. Yeah. This this very yeah. platform, man, is creating that. And I don't mean to single this man out, and I say this respectfully, but this platform right here, this show, you know, you got a well-informed, a well-educated white man that's on this show amongst three <laughs> black people. Like, bro, this is what society does not want. They don't like yeah. Doc. Doc is not a part of them. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we have to see that shit, bro. We have to see that there is people that that don't necessarily look like us, but they agree. They see the injustices. They see the problems that 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 we're plagued with constantly. You know what I'm saying? And we have to we have to big up these people, bro. We have, because there's so many people like doc in these different communities that they're shunned. They, they're, they're, they're silence. Like I'm just being honest, man. If you think I'm wrong, look at the statistics, bro. Do the legwork. You know what I'm saying? We say, be an activist, get out here in these communities, these suburban areas around Houston and, and L and, and California and all of these other States. And you will find that there's so many people that's not of our color or our nationality that hate what's happening in this world, bro. Well, see, that agree with if, us. If I talk about stuff like that, I'm considered oppressive and hateful and racist. When I'm exactly. just going, no, I'm just opening my eyes and seeing what I see. Sometimes I don't always agree with how far it's taken, you know. Sometimes I think some people are being a little sensitive, but um, a lot of times people are not being sensitive it's just like dude sometimes you just get sick of it and maybe it's that one thing that finally broke it but it's not that one thing that's the problem it's just that one thing that finally pissed you off enough to say something or do something or the one the one little thing that made you mad but you know what here's what elon did he brought the conversation back to the table mm. that's what he did and exactly. he has not hesitated in going, you don't want to be civil at this table. Get the fuck out. We don't want that kind of conversation. And, you know, that's part of it, too. I mean, there's a lot of these guys. He, they're saying, oh, he's let hundreds of people back in. He's also bounced a good chunk of them right back out because the first thing they did was start doing the... You know, 
hate this, kill this, you know, you know, they need to be beat up. Uh, no, that's not work. That's that's hate speech. You say, I hate this group, hate them all you want. When you say, kill them, take them out, they'd be better, you know, the world would be better off without them. That's hate speech. And people don't understand that. It's the hate speech is directly implied threat. Sometimes even indirectly implied threat when it's actually that overt. Let me read a couple more comments. It says, censorship does not work. You simply drive opinions underground where they fester and grow. It's better to know those opinions in the open where they can be challenged and debated. The Canadian exactly. mainstream medium promotes an ideology that gives them a monopoly on the truth, driving opposing opinions underground. They don't and never go away. They become far more dangerous over time. Exactly. And that's why we have what we have today in our society. Bro, if you allow people to just speak and to be free, I don't, like, I'm telling you, bro, like, I may sound stupid as fuck and I don't give a fuck, but I feel like what he's doing is gonna seize a lot of the problems that we're seeing. A lot of these mass shootings, you know, and it's going to take time. I'm not saying it's going to be effective. It's going to be an immediate effect, but I feel like it's going to stop a lot of things, bro. You know, like you can't, you can't silence these people that feel a certain way. You know, exactly what Doc said. Like, let's be real. We all hate something. We're all prejudiced to something. There's a dislike that we all have about something, someone, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And get that shit out there. You know, we can all hate, but we can all be respectful and hear each other's views and 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 form some type of an understanding. You know, and that's what they don't want. And, and that's, that's the biggest want. that's the biggest issue that we have. I don't right. believe that there's as much hate as the media is trying to portray onto us, bro. I don't think there's so not. either. It's not. Let me read it's two more comments I want to read. It's this one it says, "Uh oh, Eon must have upset the oligarchy." <laughs> and and one more it says, according to the data, hate speech is down. There was a spike during the initial takeover, and is now below pre-takeover levels. Also, hate speech seems to be what people just consider to be offensive, which is completely subjective. Exactly. I'm just saying, bro, we're, we're, we're so sensitive in our society. And that's why I say, bro, I don't give a fuck how nobody what I'll take your opinion and your thought. But when it comes to raising my children in the way that I speak, I don't care if someone finds it offensive because I'm, I'm doing the best that I know to do. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to prepare them for the world to prepare them when they go beyond these go beyond these walls of, of this home, you know, and the nurturing of their mother and the, and the love of their father. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because the world is not easy. It's, it's, it's definitely difficult. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we, I feel like we have to be like that, bro. And, you know, and I just want to say, you know, just off the muscle, bro. Like everything that I said, no disrespect to Pat and him. And I, I know how 
I know how much his government and, and what he's doing, the movements that he's trying to make as well as Doc. I mean, no disrespect, but I'm just speaking truth. You know, they view, a lot of people would view their, their ideology or their comments or their views as hate and wrong. And it's not, you know what I'm saying? What's wrong? What's right? We all fall victim to our fucking beliefs. We're all slave to our beliefs. You know what I'm saying? But what about the facts? Nobody pays attention to the facts. This society looks way beyond the facts and condemn everybody who tries to even fucking speak a fact. You know, but they'll listen to a lie all day long. Yeah. I'm running out of steam. I ain't gonna lie. Man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's 3 a.m. I'm at the crib. I made it home. They they sent me home on B-Day. I'm finna lay next to this piece of chocolate you looking at. I got it right here in the bed with me. I'm finna go and lay it down. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be whistling. <sighs> yeah. I might Hey, 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 I ain't that old, goddamn. I just turned 36. I ain't 56 like King Chaka. That's all right. We can still get the job done. That's what it is, even if it take a pill and an Adderall at the same time. I ain't gonna lie, I'm tired as hell. My damn self, I gotta drive tomorrow, so I'm. I work tomorrow night, so I get to sleep in in the morning. But I'm freaking tired. Yeah, just rub it in. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it, was, it was a busy. It was a busy night in food service tonight. Yeah, you I know, made some money. We got our asses handed to us. Yeah, I made some money tonight. I sure did. It's the Christmas up. season. You know what's crazy? Today was Saturday, right? Yesterday, I I drove to Oklahoma from Houston. There was so much traffic going north, bro, from Houston. Like, literally, it seemed like the same cars that followed me out of Houston followed me all the way up to Oklahoma. A lot of them got off in Thackerville, Oklahoma, where the casinos were. Quite mm -hmm. a bit of them followed me up to Tulsa. But... I have to admit, the ride back was extremely pleasant. There was very little traffic. Of course, Dallas is a melting pot, so there's always a ton of traffic on 35 until you hit 40. Once you hit 45, it's extremely quiet. Going back south on a Saturday, Sunday, it's hell. It's bumper to bumper traffic. You hit 35, 35E? Yeah, coming back. I, t I take 35E coming back down. What I do coming is down. I, okay, yeah, coming, okay. coming out of Oklahoma, I take 35E coming back down. I hop on the loop 12 to 408, which is a hazmat loop. Yeah. I take that over 35, over 635 because it's a straight shot straight up the middle, whereas 635 takes you around the city where you could run into that 75 traffic and all of that traffic up around Gar. Um, uh Carrollton and all of that so I come straight up through the middle I run 35 to 12 loop and come up straight the middle come up straight through the middle through like uh what's that called Grand Prairie Dallas area 
Yeah. Yeah, I run that, straight up through there. I wanted to ask you, Deuce, because this story popped up and you was talking about a wreck where the car was turned over. This was, uh, it says, um, a 20 year old man from Houston, Texas was killed after a rollover crash on Interstate 84 in Boise, Idaho. Boise, Boise, Idaho. Boise. Yeah. On Saturday Boise. morning. Yeah. That wasn't where you wasn't driving no. through there. No, 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 no. Boise, Idaho is West Coast. That's that's uh that's in one of your eleven yeah. western states. That's that's yeah. up that's way up above us. Way but it has yeah, it's been snowing, man. And considering the fact I don't wanna say this guy's never driven in it, but considering the fact I eighty four they've had some pretty good uh winter storms to hit. I got I'm in the loop. I got several truck driving buddies uh, that I talk to. You know, uh, we message each other in a group text and let, he, let each other know where the weather's hitting at. And Idaho, Oregon, Washington, they got hit pretty good. Wyoming, they got hit pretty good with a, a good snowstorm. And it, it actually started with rain on Thursday and subsequently turned into snow. So yeah, let me bring this. And, and, and the West Coast snow is way worse than East Coast snow. Yeah, let me read like the new story. You. Go ahead. It says man killed in rollover crash in I-84 Boise. 20 year old from Houston, Texas, was traveling eastbound in a passenger van when he hit the back of another vehicle and rolled, according to state police. Um, police said the crash happened around 10 p.m. on Thursday, December 1st, near milepost 49. ISP said the crash blocked the eastbound lanes of I-84 for more than three hours. The man was oh, wow. traveling eastbound on I-84 in a Chevrolet passenger van when he hit the back of a Saturn passenger van. The Saturn, driven by a 42-year-old man from Garden City, hit the interstate barrier before coming to a stop. The van rolled and came to a stop on I-84. According to the Idaho State Police, the 20-year-old was taken into local hospital by ambulance on Saturday. ISP announced the Texas man died from his injuries. Thursday, Thursday's crash is under investigation by Idaho police. Wow. Yeah, man. That corridor, what I always tell people, if you're traveling westbound, if you are, there's a lot of times that like I'm, when I'm traveling that way, uh, especially the winter months, I watch the weather pretty heavily. You know, uh, there's a lot of times it, in the winter months, it doesn't even have to snow, snow in Wyoming. But the thing about it is Wyoming is an open range, literally. If you look at the state of Wyoming, if you watch a, a look at a Google Earth video of it, it's an open range. So there's snow in the fields. What happens is that wind picks up to 80 miles an hour plus, and it's blowing all that snow on the road. The roads are cold already, and there may be a little slush or, or, you know, or moisture on the road, what happens when it hits that concrete? It freezes. So there's a lot of times that I'm traveling that way that I it's may that not ever touch. Yeah, I may not ever touch I-80. 
what I'll do if I'm ha traveling that way and I know Wyoming has a high wind advisory and it's the winter months and the roads could get bad, what I'll do is I'll, I'll stay the course. I'll run I-40 westbound into Gallup, New Mexico, and I'll hop on the 491, US 491, and run up through that way and come into Colorado and hop, you know, hop on the uh, 191 and all that type of stuff, go through Moab and come up through uh, Soldier I Summit. Now I'll catch a, I'll catch Soldier Summit off of 190. I'll run 191 all the way up, go through Moab, Utah, hop on I-70, which is a lot better of a highway. I'll run I-70 for a few miles and hop on U.S. Highway 6 and go through Soldier Summit and I'll come out. It'll drop me out just above Salt Lake City, Utah, hop on 15 and run 15 around the 84. It avoids Wyoming, keeps you out of that, you know, but... Uh, yeah, those high yeah, winds is crazy. Like a friend of mine, we were, he wasn't even that far west, um, but he had a turnover just from the wind picking up his trailer and flipping him. So, yeah, but he was yep. empty. That's that's the thing. He was he was driving empty. Uh, Man, it don't. Like, huh? It don't. I was just saying it don't even matter. Like when you traveling across I seventy going like east or west out of out of colorado are you traveling i-80 going east to west you can be loaded with forty-six thousand pounds in the box them high winds especially if they got tornado threats in the area them high winds bro you could be running and them high winds will lift the ass end of your trailer and literally set it in the other lane your truck will be in one lane and your trailer's in another that shit crazy Was let me read this one one last story, y'all, right quick before we go, because because we got to get out of here. But I want to do this because it's good for my uh, clips later. Um, this one, it says more than 200 Methodist <laughs> churches in Texas are looking to disaffiliate fr from the United Methodist Church a multi-step process that could receive official approval Saturday at a special session called by the Texas Annual Conference. That session is set to take place starting at 9 a.m. at Houston's First Methodist Houston West. The guidelines for disaffiliating from the denomination were approved in August 2020. They contain seven required steps, such as a vote by church attendees looking to serve ties with UMC. Um, Founded in the late 1800s, Pollen Memorial Baptist is one of the first churches in Raleigh, North Carolina, to embrace LGBT Rala. rights. Yeah. The Woodlands Methodist Church is proceeding to lead the UMC and is waiting for approval at Saturday's special session to make it official. Their senior pastor, Reverend Mark Sorensen, said the decision is based on an overall desire to affiliate with the denomination that most aligns with who we are. The Woodlands Methodist Church website has an entire section dedicated to the process, including what steps they could take once their affiliation with the United Methodist Church is officially terminated. So basically, this is about the LGBTQ. So um, you have some parts inside of the church that are okay with it and parts that are not. So the church is splitting up here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to continue people... to happen. 
I don't I don't think I don't think people can really blame them, bro, because the church the church is not really concerned with with your rights. You know, that's up to your rights as a human being or or American citizen is is left up to Washington. Congress well, and the, the church, which it looks bad up on the church because they're still humans, you know, and if you go along with the Bible text, you know, Love thy neighbor, you know. Love thy, love thy yeah. enemy. Love thy, you know, love everybody. Yeah, so exactly. It, it, so it, it's not about gay people. It's about the churches have started to approve same-sex marriages and openly gay ministers and pastors. And that's what they're saying you know yeah we they're they're not saying oh you know gay people bad trans, well, all this is bad they're saying yeah, they are. that should not be part that is not part of what we want in the leadership of of our faith we don't believe in same-sex marriage we don't believe in hey doc can i groups. can i ask you a question doc yeah what's the difference between same-sex marriages or a pastor who's preaching and leading the people and he's having these different affairs outside of a marriage, which the Bible speaks against. He's sleeping well, see, with it. He's, you, he's you can come up with any, you, you know, you can, yeah. And um, when they tell you, you know, give your money to the Lord and give you their address, is that theft or, you know, yeah, I don't believe in what he's talking about. Is that not, you know, I feel like it's we can, not, I feel like not we can saying, learn from you know, God give me this or God says that, you know, when he stands up there and says, God said this, is that not taking God's name in vain? Yes, well, for, for one, for one, I believe that if you're going to preach God's word, you shouldn't add to to make the congregation comprehend, comprehend or you shouldn't take away from you do if you're gonna if you say that you're a bible if you're if you say that you're a church that preaches preaches directly from the bible and and this is what you stand for then that's what you preach against because your tithes is not necessarily monetarily your tithes can be you giving up your time as a as a human being do, donating your time to the cause of helping whether it's you know feeding okay. the homeless, whether I, I, it's again, you know, you know, all of this could be would be other things and stuff like that's that. That's why I don't go to church, bro. This, that's why this I say is about the church. Them having the openly gay church leaders and about same sex. You can learn from anybody. Don't God uses the, anybody? God uses the, the, the homeless church. man. But don't so, God use the homeless man off the street? Well, Doc, Doc doesn't necessarily believe in what uh, they're doing. I, 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 I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm asking. He's making the argument. No, I'm, 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 no, no, I'm, I'm I, being. I'm, I'm realistically trying to address their concerns, and and I understand. As a minister, I have performed same-sex marriages, and I will again. But one rule that I adhere to is I will not marry you on the holy ground of a church or a site that has been just sanctified by a religion that does not approve. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's been a lot of hypocrisy that's, you know, in the church for many years. And, you know, this is a reason for them to, 
you know, like, I mean, like, you know, it's okay in our, uh, in this day and time to separate ourselves from each other and you have another reason to point the finger at the other. And it's like all these other things because, you know, for, for who knows how many, like millennia, definitely within, uh, centuries, but, uh, Man, I mean, there's been gay people like I said, bro, yeah. some of these passes is down low. Here, here's my thing. If that's what they want to do and they're not calling out to harm people and they just want to separate themselves a little bit or or not have their leaders be that way, I get it. As long as they don't go full Westboro. What's that? Uh, oh, Westboro Church. They're the ones that uh, hang out. You know, God, God hates fags and uh, the sign the ones that protest the soldiers the de- the dead soldiers uh burials and stuff like that and 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 this is texas they're talking about texas in this because it says even, even conservatives uh, hardcore right conservatives look at westboro and go oh dude no no come on so, so this is in texas it says hundreds of churches plan to disaffiliate with the united methodist church so there's like that's kind of huge because it's in texas and you know texas is known for having these weird ass churches and weird ass cult like methodist is actually a very middle of the road kind of religion it's kind of like it's kind of like baptist light they are yeah i mean and they don't try to drown you they just pat some water on your head yeah, it's it's Methodist churches are not too crazy, and you know that's it's funny that you said about the water part because you know I grew up in the church, and then there was I, this. I came up Methodist originally, or actually so, it was uh, Southern Baptist then Methodist. So that was the big difference. The problems that Baptists had with the Methodists, and they're all like, "Oh, they don't like water," and it's like the, the, it's, they try it's to not drown me in my church. It's not, it's not it's not dancing if you don't cross your legs yeah so what? yeah so the baptist is wait a minute, hold the, on say that again some of the some of the older hardcore religions you're not supposed to dance yeah so oh, the, some, of, some of the same. newer looser religions were like well it's not dancing if you don't cross your legs right there's, there's a whole lot of history with that because that goes back to like the sambo Anyways, there's a long history related to that, but freaking, um, yeah, the Baptists versus the Methodists, and they're like, the Baptists like to take a full, you know, they like to get baptized. They're like, they didn't even get baptized properly, so the Methodists, yeah. I don't know about oh, them. No, no those that's, Southern that's Baptists, why, man, just, they hold you down till the bubble stop. That's, that's what I'm just telling you. Like, you will see Jesus. <laughs> He's like, I believe. I didn't when I went well, there. Well, I, 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 I was baptized multiple times. Pat and they defense, they had to damn that drown your ass. They knew, they knew what what you would have come of. <laughs> they trying to get so, that devil about you. <laughs> they, they they were trying to get it at you, Pat. But they, you know, I don't know if they succeeded. Or if they, you know, I, I don't know. They might have awakened. Uh, no, look, they, they, look, they, they, they try to drown my spirit. Like they didn't even try, like go for the body. They were trying to drown my, like, have my spirit, like, bloop, bloop, like. Pat, that's because you grew up in the country on the farm. You was probably fucking all the pastors' daughters and 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 having them promiscuous at a young age. They wanted to when get I, that when fucking I got demon out you. When I got baptized, when I got baptized, I was what 
ten or twelve, so I ain't had no, I ain't had no. Yeah, no, you was no fucking at that yet. age too. Yeah, you you wasn't fucking yet. You you was sniffing it. I smell it in the air. Goddamn. They was telling your mama he's gonna be a fucker. We gotta That's get funny. it out of him. <laughs> they they baptized that nigga in the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, the baptisms are funny to me. It's always seemed kind of weird. It's a, it's it's just kind of a weird thing. Well, hey, I'm gonna have to wrap it, y'all. It's three thirty-nine. Peace and love. Um, I'm gonna be Peace back next week. Everybody, get y'all some rest. Happy holidays. Give me some rest. Happy holidays to y'all, man. Already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they saying at work, anyways. Everybody's saying that right now. So it's Christmas they season. Plan, they playing Christmas oh music God. already. What they is holy I, about I, these days? I'm just like listen to what we just we just finished talking about with the churches and stuff. We talking about some holidays. You're muted, Doc. You're muted. There are over 17 different religions that have holy days or special days over a three-week period during the end of uh, December. That's why I'm okay with happy holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It used to piss me off when it was anti-Christmas, but now I feel like it's less anti-Christmas and more, I don't give a what sky daddy you pray to man just have a good have a good holiday yeah enjoy time with yeah. the family yeah and get a rest too because this is one of the few we was talking about the seven day work we uh trying to get off of the railroad workers this is the only time of the year a lot of people get some days off from work on christmas week i work yeah. six days a week all year round yeah but, Shit, but me too but but we tend to get Christmas and Thanksgiving off. Hey, Pat, are you are you off the road this Christmas, Pat? Or are you uh, gonna be on the road? Shit, man. I'll probably end up off the road, but um, you know, as bad as things have been, I need to be on the road. But yeah. um, I've uh, I mean, I finally got all of my stuff complete on my new on my other stuff so it's I can start kind of working on that and hopefully securing some some contracts or you know doing yeah. something. Yeah. I but. Well man, man I just want to say bro I got some uh yesterday I got some pretty good news uh an old terminal manager that I used to do some work for I used to leave Houston and go up there and work out of Illinois for him for months at a time, man. He got a new position at a company I used to be with when I had my own truck, and uh, he hit me up, and uh, dude is pretty adamant about helping me out and uh, me getting back to my own business, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, helping me to get another truck, man. So uh, sometimes next year, He's shooting to try to bring me on board towards the end of January. But uh, <clears throat> the way he he knows how the freight is working and things of that nature is pulling chemicals again. But the thing is, I'll only be gone maybe four or five days, four days at a time, maybe five. But, uh, you know, 
me getting back into the swing of my own business again, man. So I just ask that y'all send some positive energy my way, bro. I didn't yeah, I took my bumps on the head. Nah, man. I, I've learned Pros- a lot nothing, in this whole process. Nothing whole but process. prosperity, man. Nothing but prosperity. We're moving up. Cause, I mean, like, there's going to be, like, this is the point where, you know, things will start to try to change and the, the Democrat Party will start looking a little bit better because people will feel more comfortable about what's happening. Uh, them not shutting down the railroad is going to help with that. But overall, um, you know, I think that uh, everybody's going to start to see an uptick in, you know, business, you know, making more money. So, yeah. Let's yeah. speak it into existence. Yes, sir. I'm ready, bro. I'm ready, man. My wife is talking about it. She's like, what you think? I'm like, shit, look, knowing what I know now, I'm in it to do things the right way. So, but yeah, man. So, it's, it's, de- that was definitely but, some good news today before well, my birthday. Good to hear. I, I, I will say, hear. I will say this for everybody. I don't care what uh, your political party is. You, you better start living conservative. Yes, sir. Yep, that's yeah. something. Me, that's something you and I talked about earlier this morning, Pat. And I'm, I'm definitely on that, bro. It's not even about. It's not about me getting to the bag. For me, yes, of course, I want to live good, and I know that I will. But it's about me. Don't be going that out there, start buying no book. Don't go out there and start going, um, uh, buying that Balenciaga now. Yeah. Nah, and, hell nah. And, they don't even cons- make my size. I done lost weight, nigga, but they don't make no 2X. You got to be old XL ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with you on the conservative. You got to size. <laughs> I, I agree with you on the conservative, Pat. Like, um, and Because really that's what I be saying, you know, and uh, wanting a package overnight and spending a bunch of money. I went to the mall today, but it was just to get lunch. But it was packed in there, man. It was, it was, it was a, it was a zoo in there. But, but look, I, I, I apologize when y'all said that because, like, I, mean, I don't really do overnight. But, bro, I spent a bunch of money at Amazon because, like, for me to have the things I want when I get home, don't have to go do all the shopping with the little window of time, and even getting stuff for my son. So, I mean, it's, it's. Is very much a benefit to have that kind of service where when I get home, all I'm doing is like I go through my packages and this is this and this is that and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I never really worry about the overnight stuff because yeah. I mean, they, they offer it to me from time to time because of how much money I spend. But I get it, it all the time. I ain't gonna lie because we, we are prime members here at the house. Definitely, it pays for itself in the free and the and the upgraded shipping. You get the movie channels and all that stuff with that comes with it. And Chaka well, would love that part. If you get the uh, if you get the <laughs> card, their Amazon credit card through them, you get five percent on all of your Amazon purchases. Capital Chaka, One, hey, no, see, for Capital real, Chaka, One does that for, that. for me. I don't watch TV like that. Bro, but you watch movies, nigga. Don't try to trick me into thinking. You I don't do watch movies. Amazon Prime has some of the best old school movies and documentaries there is out there. But anyway, back to what, what Pat was saying, what Chaka was saying, what Doc was saying. 
I'm on that conservative tip, bro. It, it's not even a, really about me, man. It's about it's about laying a foundation. You know, I've been a renter for a long time, and I'm trying to get to that place of ownership. Uh, I'm really on that. I'm really. Me and Pat had a conversation uh, earlier last month. You know, and I'm really on that whole thing about purchasing. You know, some land, bro. Like the land is being. I don't know if y'all are paying attention. But even in the most rural areas of Texas, the land is being bought up and what they're putting in, they're putting in shopping centers. You know what I'm saying? So we need we need to get to some money and start bettering ourselves, start bettering our credit, you know what I'm saying? And start having some working Look, capital, man, to start I, trying I just, to get out I, there, bro. I just want to form I, I want a small form so I can be able to help, you know, be able to take care of myself, my family, and maybe a few neighbors or whoever that's around, you know, that might need some things. But, you know, I, um, that's, I mean, that's one of my main things. I mean, I don't mind, cause you know, actually I was looking at buying a multifamily home instead of buying a, you know, cause I mean, I was going to spend 500, 600,000 on buying a, a house you know, that I would be pretty much in by myself, but I mean, why not just buy a whole apartment and just live in the little space that I will live in and make money off the rest of it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, so it's different. Little thing. It's little things like that. You know what I'm saying? Chaka looking like he ready to get to a bunny ranch while y'all talking about homes and shit. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to pass out, bro. I got like four hours of sleep last All night. All right, right. Peace and love, bro. I appreciate it. I'm finna right, go man. ahead and lay myself down too, man. Hey, but that uh, bunny ranch not a bad idea, Chaka. I saw the headline across the screen, bunny ranch. He's, look, he's scratching his head. He like, that's not a bad idea, bro. You just talking about being that's frivolously spending. I pass. Nah, I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about you know we gonna have buyers. Doc, look at Doc. He's shaking his head like, hell yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> And yeah, pro it'd be a profitable thing to buy it if that's what you mean. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm talking about. All right, man. All right, y'all. Right, Peace and Come love. On. Peace and love.